Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Happy Hot News Monday. This, this It's Monday. This is when we are waiting for what the big news is, what Xbox has to show. And they start off Monday with a little exclusive preview. But I am excited to have here with me a longtime friend, Zocker87 of YouTube fame. How are you doing, Zocker? Good man. Can I just say that music you had for your intro was kind of legit? I was like, sitting, I was like, I was like, oh. <laughs> Like I'm kind of feeling this right now. That was great. And and just so you know, the exclusive little previews was saved for uh, Colton Dealer. I didn't get to play Forza Horizon because I'm a little I'm a little peasant on the side over here. Hey hey, things are to come, right? You know, yeah, all in good time. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, <laughs> I, the preview. Your video looked stunning. You and Dealer's video looked awesome with that thing. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. And yes, I'm on yeah. camera. Everybody, look at that. Yeah, this is what Zucker looks like. This is amazing. All right. And then somebody's like, oh, he's a little baby carrot head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go away, right? I don't got Yeah, I mean, I've, I've known what Zucker's look like since uh, mid 2018 or something like that. You, so for a long time. You wrote, long time. You drew my, my, first, um, my first icon thing, right? And yeah, I had to send you a picture kind of how I looked. And you were like, got it. And you made it like in five minutes because you're talented. And I just sat there and was like, cool. Thanks, buddy. Well, I was waiting <laughs> so. for you to send me a picture so I could draw it. And then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, so, you're like, oh, let me, let me save that in the save file real quick. <laughs> Let's save that. And I'll put that head onto another picture and we'll have some fun with it. No, but it, yeah, we we go way back. Uh, so tell the audience, a lot of people know who you are because people are like, yo, it's Zucker and Zucker's a fraud and and malacca we haven't said malacca in forever but tell everybody where you came from like because one day you just for for me and i won't i won't tell go into a story but for me you just appeared one day uh dealer and i were playing zombie army trilogy in, in xbox party chat and you just you just appeared one day and you've never left we haven't been able to get rid of you since 
I was, I, they were in a party and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to stalk these guys. And I jumped in there and I was like, Hey, and I just acted like they were my friends. And they were like, Oh, hi, I don't know who this is. Is he your friend dealer? Is he your friend? I don't know who this guy. And I was like, no, nah, I'm both of your friends. So we're just going to play games together. And that's what we did. Um, but no, in all reality, it was dealer. I, uh, I, you know, me and him were talking in DMS a little bit. Then we just started playing games together and then Colt joined brand everybody else we know in the community and we just started playing a bunch of games and, and it really kicked off with me and colt in uh, battlefield because i'm gonna tell the story i don't care i'm not gonna cuss though but there's somebody that was like completely echoing like we heard, oh that's uh, every, right that's we, right we heard everybody yeah. saying something like four times and so this guy's like i'm not echoing i forgot who it was but we were like yes you are and then you hear I yes you are yes you are yes you are and we're like dude so for like 30 minutes we're just laughing the entire time and then that's when it just came in and started making videos and talking and playing games together that's that's the whole thing is the games we always played games so what was that was that like summer of 2018 or something like that yeah it was summer it was like like july 2018 and we were just playing games then i remember we played um like you're saying zombie armory trilogy and then odyssey i think came it came out. to game pass that summer or something like that yeah yeah and then odyssey came out <laughs> I remember Odyssey. Yeah, oh yeah. Everybody, because I remember I was really hyped for it. And I remember Dealer and you were kind of like, I don't know, hopefully it's not like the same. And then we all played it. And I remember we were up to like four in the morning going, oh, this is one of the best RPGs we've played in a long time. Did you just mess up oh, the yeah. cap on your water? Because I'm, yeah, I'm watching you. Flung it. <laughs> just just <laughs> do it on the side. You're like, screw this thing. I'm like, I'll go pick it up. No, but um, yeah, I remember the with Odyssey, like, I was like, I don't know. They're just reskinning it, like Rise Son of Rome. And then, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, there was something about it. Like, I saw a couple preview videos, and I was like, okay. And I never looked back. We played that. You 1,000 gamers scored it uh, on release, like, in the first uh, few couple weeks or something. The first three weeks, I just no-lifed it. Because, one, I'm Greek, so it, like, hit home with me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is, right. this is happening. I'm playing this whole thing. And then I was just like, I just couldn't stop playing it. It was so good. And all the, 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 the cultists and everything. And it, we... I remember we were just in the party the entire time, just playing that game like crazy. Um, was that right. the year Forza came out also? Forza yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, or four. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, that was a good oh, year. That, that, was, a that, good was, year. A, that was an amazing year. God and I was just War. waiting for Crackdown. I was just sitting there waiting for Crackdown. <laughs> <laughs> to, to throw thousands of hours in there with me? Yeah, yep. we're going to play that together? No, yeah, that, so, and we played Crackdown a lot together, too. We had a lot. Of so what got you into YouTube? Because you've kind of like... You started a channel, and not many people can do this or have been this like fortunate. But you started, you built a channel, and you were in RDX podcast pretty soon. So yeah. you were working on consistency and quality. So like, what got you going? I I just enjoyed talking games. Uh, Dealer was a big contributing factor. So were you. You guys were like, hey man, I mean, you talk pretty pretty decently. Like, just why don't you check out making videos? And I remember I was in kind of like a low point. I graduated school, which is, should be a high point. But when you realize people mm-hmm. don't give a crap about that, they care about your experience. So I was looking for a job. There's a lot going on in life. And so I turned to YouTube because, you know, idle hands are the devil's play thing kind of thing. And so when I wasn't working or doing anything that I wanted, I was kind of just thinking too much. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do YouTube and have fun with it. And that's what I did. I concentrated on gaming. The thing... I love a lot, right? Like something that we, it's like our favorite hobby is to play games. So that's what I did. I just started playing games, talking about them. And then I started taking it serious around January or December, like 2018, December, or January is when I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to actually take this serious and put a lot of effort into it. And because the people that are watching me and then RDX, 
I got to show them respect for even get taking the time to look at my stuff. Right. Like that's, sure. that's the whole point is like, that, that's something that I took with me. If, if one person watched it, that's enough effort for me to do anything about it. Right. So yeah. that was, that was it. And that's where I learned the quality and learned how to edit and uh, you know, put trash videos together. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fill YouTube with uh well, I mean, that's the thing. Like you were always talking when we were in chat, like, we were always talking about the ins and outs of the industry and games and oh, yeah. just like always like expressing as much knowledge as we had. And so it was a natural fit for you to create content. Uh, we got a super chat for you. Uh, Zucker red, uh, 13 says a $5 super chat. He says, this is just for the face reveals for soccer. And I saw people in the chat. Zucker was doing mixer streams a couple of years ago, pretty yeah. like daily on uh, with face on, you know, his face on the camera, but um, this is like a whole different animal to get on a podcast and have your face there while you talk about uh, news as it comes along. Also, we got flame. Mixer, you have like a small little picture, right? It's just like a little thing on the corner. This one's like here, here you are. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. It's a, uh, I just started going on camera. Shoot. I don't remember what it was. Maybe around uh, March. Of, of of this year i can't remember but it's one thing to be on a picture i've been guested on podcasts but to put my face on a 4k screen has taken a lot of uh yeah getting ready for it but flame has thank you so much for the two dollar super chat he says soccer's a fraud sorry had to do it if people all in 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 tough love people love calling us frauds but I mean, um, that's okay listen listen that's like my go-to now it's baby carrots fraud and I don't care what anybody says. It's called the pirate legend too. All right. I've been called that a couple of times. So, and I am, I was playing two weekends ago and, uh, and I was playing sea of thieves two weeks ago. And I got to say, we got sunk. We, we died to a really good really? team. Yeah. No, like me and my buddies ran into really good teams where we almost got sunk twice. And then finally this other team that we ran into outplayed us completely. Like out they're just like, they were, I was like, Oh, these guys are damn good. And so it was good. It was a lot of fun. And people are just like, it's soccer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, cause you're famous enough. For, if people see you out on the seas, it's like, it's that, it's that one guy that plays the heck out of the game. Yeah. But, um, well, I, I should reset for the audience. Uh, thanks to the over 300 people here who are checking us out on X and C. This is the Xbox newscast podcast. I'm the host Colt Eastwood. And I've got here with me, Zocker 87 of YouTube fame on his own channel under the same name of Zocker 87. And he is a longtime panel member of the RDX podcast, which is a direct competitor. No, <laughs> which is a good friend of all of ours. Uh, yeah, I was on, on RDX forever. Of course, you all know that. But yeah, excellent podcast. So uh, yeah, Zocker, thanks for being here. And Anytime. if you're listening live today, that's because you are on YouTube on the Colt Eastwood channel, but this show goes up right after it ends on Spotify, Google Podcast, Pocket, and Apple Podcast, and a couple other platforms that you may never heard of, but uh, give it a Google and you'll find the show on probably your favorite podcast. You can put the earbuds in on the next day and listen to the show, and uh, Zocker's the same. You just won't see him on camera if you're on audio podcast, but thank you so much for checking out the show. Zocker, let's, let's start the show because we have a bunch of talk- topics mm. to talk about and some stuff that people probably don't know a lot about. But I want to start off with this. Uh, we didn't see it coming. <laughs> Barn burner that Jim Ryan told Christopher Dring of Games Industry Biz that he is frustrated that their PlayStation Studio exclusive games only see 10 to 20 million people tops. Zucker, Dude. why is that? 
He's frustrated because it's his job to make Sony more money, to make PlayStation more money. This is it's complete common sense. This is the technology has gone to the point where in the tech world, if you stay put, you're gone, right? Look mm-hmm. at borders, look at all the things that didn't compete with, you know, digital like, you know, books, all that stuff, music. Look at everything that's not competing. They they're gone. They're forgotten. And that's exactly what Jim Ryan understands. Like, no matter what anybody wants to say, they they can hate on him. Oh, he sucks. Well, he's no, that guy dominated Europe. Like he he did a really good job in Europe for PlayStation, and this is why he won over Sean Layden. And not to mention Sean Layden is still not understanding like all the concepts of Game Pass and how you're gonna make money doing it. It's like, how do you not yeah. understand basic math? Like some people, like you have to sell like what did he say? Game game development costs way more money. So yes. to he said before back in the day, Colt, if you remember, like three sixty, like selling three three to five million copies of a game is a slam hit for developers. They made a lot of money from it. But now, if you have to double the budget, doesn't that mean you got to double the sales? So to yeah. make a massive profit, you need to sell ten million. That's basic math. If you have to double the budget, you have to double the sales. Or you raise the sales, which is now $70. There's different logical things that you look through it, and now they need to reach more people. And that's what Sean Lanning is basically talking about. Like, he's frustrated that, you know, what is it? The new hashtag, uh, uh, Sony fan base is not enough or something like that. Or hashtag whole slate is the other one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like... It's like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people playing PlayStation games. There's a lot. I, we're we're one of we're yep. we're part of that. We own a PS5. I play all. I've played all their exclusives this year. I played all their exclusives last year. But at the end of the day, if it was on PC, they're missing out on hundreds of millions of people, which he talked about. He said hundreds of millions, not hundred million. Like PS4 sold a hundred million. He's talking about right. multiple things, right? Like the, that's, well, that's what does that point. sound like when he says he wants to reach hundreds of millions of people? It sounds like he wants to bring it to multiple platforms. It sounds like Epic Game Store is going to be a game, which, by the way, they've invested money in there. Sony had to, has invested money in the Epic Game Store and Epic and all that stuff. They've invested money in Discord. So now you're going to have Discord, which is heavily tied into gaming. You could join mm-hmm. your friends through there. You can stream games there privately with your buddies. There's a lot of stuff you could do there. This is Sony investing in a lot of the PC platforms and software that integrates well with gaming, which is Epic Game Store, Discord, all those things. So of course they're going. Of course these games are going to be coming to like they already are. Days Gone, um, Horizon, all these games are already coming there. Uh, uh, Uncharted, they just announced that Uncharted right? trilogy. Yeah, yeah, the Uncharted trilogy, like all those things. Like I bought Days Gone again on PC on Steam, and I bought Horizon again because I want to play those on the PC. I do not want to play. With the PlayStation controller, I just don't care. I want to play with my Xbox controller where I want to play them at the best fidelity possible. Well, like, when you're talking about how much it costs to make a game and how they sell, like, didn't uh, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart sell, like, a million in the first year? A million copies out of 10 million PS5s? Because... (sighs) That's a 10% mark, though. That's 10%, right? Like and that's, that's actually that's okay. That's that's actually in the high range for exclusives is ten to fifteen percent of the consumer base. But one of the things that I think that Jim Ryan is talking about is that their games are so great they shouldn't be gated to just one console. And when you were talking about Sean Layden, Sean Layden had talked about this too, Zocker. You and I made videos in twenty eighteen, right at the end of twenty eighteen, about how Sean Layden said it's not a walled garden. But I 
don't you feel like after 25 years of PlayStation starting up that forever, like that was their business model is you want to play our games. You have to be right here in this little plastic box. I think it's because of the technology. They didn't have the people in place or the infrastructure in place to expand. Right. So they concentrated their, their, their developers. They concentrated their people to sit there and be like, concentrate on our software, which is the PlayStation software and the PlayStation OS. Boom. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, they've been partnered with uh, Xbox, their par- or Microsoft, sorry, that to get the Azure servers. They're partnering with Epic. They're partnering with a lot of things. And then they're even buying PC-centric developers. And the, whoever's porting these these PCs over, like, especially the, the Days Gone, their PlayStation to PC, like, mm-hmm. keep hiring those people because that port was amazing. Like, I've seen... I own it and I haven't played it yet, but I've seen my friend play it on the PC and I was like, that day's gone. And he's like, yeah, it looks stunning, like amazing, like completely different experience. The FPS alone is great, but holy cow, does the game look great on there? And even digital founders talk about this. So Sony sees these sale numbers and they're like, why wouldn't we do this? We're making multiple millions of dollars extra. Well, these, um, some of these studios can make their own PC ports as well, like Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica. They can make their own PC ports. So, like, they hired Nixus, and they've got these other conglomerates that can port the games to PC, but they're also ready to do them themselves. So, uh, Zocker, what is, uh, what's it looking for like for day and date on Steam or Epic Game Store? <laughs> and, bef- and add in after that, if you can remember that, uh, this many questions... Do you think PlayStation will make their own PC storefront? See, do you, do you remember this on RDX in 2018 or 2019 beginning? We had the same conversation, and I said that Sony's either going to make their own storefront, but it's extremely hard to do that. Blizzard took mm-hmm. years to make theirs. There's Steam took years to make theirs. An Epic Game Store, if you look at it now, is taking a long time to implement it, and they have a lot of money. So yeah. I don't know if they're going to make their own. I don't know. I think they I think they are more comfortable using Epic Game Store or Steam to put it out there because they already have the active users. Why break it up? Even Bethesda tried making their own, if you remember. <laughs> Bethesda Do they tried still to have the own. Bethesda launcher? I don't even know because everything <laughs> now is on, is, is, on, is on the Xbox app. So Xbox and Microsoft have their own. So every Bethesda game is on there. So it's kind of like, why would you put it on there? And not to mention there's mod support. So I think that Sony is going to use someone else instead of investing the money. And I think over years, it's, it's going, yeah. it's, it's just, it's just business. Like if they want to get out there faster, the biggest thing for me is going to be the PC ports. That's something they're going to have to concentrate on and then move on to which store. That's a secondary thing. Like, all right, we got to get these to run great on PC and test them on the GPUs, CPUs, everything out there. Mm-hmm. And then we got to worry about where we're going to distribute it. And I think that's where the Epic Game Store and Steam come into play. And you know me, Colt, you know me. I love playing PC. I love playing yeah. Xbox. I like playing on PlayStation, but I'm not tied to that ecosystem. I don't care to play their exclusives on one. I don't want to buy one box just to play them. I want to play them on PC. I do. That's just that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how you and I are different. Like, I, I've told people on, on shows and my show that I'll always play a PlayStation game on a, on a PlayStation instead of on my PC. I point over here like you can see them. They're off camera. But... Um, Everybody's different, right? And Phil Spencer's always like giving, he wants to give you the choice. Mm-hmm. If you want to play them on a decent PC or your killer PC, or if you want to play them on your mom's laptop through xCloud on the browser, like you can do that. Oh. I, I got a, 
Uh, let me let me give this super chat real quick. Hopefully, I don't lose my train of thought. Space Dove came with his two dollars super chat. Thanks, buddy. He says, "You did it, you crazy son of a gun. You did it." And I think he means I got Zocker on the show, and I got his lovely face here for you all to uh, oh, to ogle at. But <laughs> <laughs> little kiss, yeah, bro. Bring it over. Bring it over on a podcast. <laughs> so uh, I'll throw in Hargate Chani's. Hargit Johnny's amazing. I, I was on Fonz's show this weekend. I was on Gaz and Ace's show this weekend. That was super busy, and Hargit is always here supporting. He's got like a bunch of knowledge. He's always talking to people about what he knows and always giving his opinion. He's a great supporter. He says, with the $10, thank you, Hargit. He says, seems like Sony followed the Nintendo model, and it most mostly worked, but they don't get the attach rate of Nintendo. So he's talking about the... Yeah, model of keeping them exclusive. Now I guess they'll try the way of Xbox to expand fits better with mature content. Yeah, um. I I think it's more they are realizing like so again some games that have gone on Game Pass have gotten like second wins. Like I hate to say it, but look at Marvel's Avengers. I guarantee you, Colt. I know how much you've put more time into it than I did. And Colt was like, I'm not playing that. Once I got on Game Pass, he was like, you know, it's kind of a dry period. I'm gonna check it out. 30 hours because it later. had the extra content too yeah i mean that's another reason right yeah that helped but, but it just yeah. i think that you you gave it a shot and i think a lot of other people did i know people that have checked it out in the community that are like hey actually this Wakanda, i, 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 I hate it i hated good. that game uh, you, you and i you argued did. about it so many times i hated it i played uh all the way up to you unlock iron man I played some of the strike stuff with friends, and you said how much fun it was. I'm like, I can't stand that game. There's zero fun in it. Zero. And then when it came to Game Pass and, and it launched me into the Black Panther content, I was like, whoa, holy crap, they've really fixed. Plus, it's optimized for Series exactly. X. Exactly. So That's the big It's one no right longer there. like the super aggressive dynamic resolution scaling with heavy frame drops. Like, it was just running really great. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> shout out to the no. chat. We got. We got Jez in the chat, Jez Corden, Windows Central, who, <laughs> who gives us a five-pound super chat to say mayo. He's he he grabs one thing and he drives people crazy with it. Um, but you know what? Yeah, I actually like I like I like mayo, so I'm okay with it. I know? am a mayo guy. I do not like uh, Miracle Whip. Shout out to the Miracle Whip fans in the chat. If you're a Miracle Whip cha- fan, uh, show your love. Shout out to Gaz also in the chat. Uh, we talk to Gaz every day. He is. A, he's the best kind of psychopath path, right? We love him. He's I love hilarious. talking to Gaz. Gaz thinks I'm a villain, by the way, everybody. A secret villain. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't, let him, don't let him live it down. He told me this. He's like, Zocker, I feel like you're a villain. And I'm like, Give us those Gaz. evil eyebrows, Zocker. Give us those evil eyebrows. I, I want to talk about, before I uh, get finished with the, uh, with the Jim Ryan thing, I, I, since I was on these podcasts, I saw a couple of really strong, convicted PlayStation fans who said... Don't brag yet, Colt, you know. It's not day and date. They're not going to put their excuses day and date. Oh, you know, thank you so much. Thank you, Jim Ryan, for not putting our games day and date on the on the, on the the PC. Thank you for making us feel special. Can you uh, give us your opinion about this, like, please don't make it day and date? Oh, my God. I, you know, guilty pleasure right here. I went and looked at the reactions of PlayStation centric channels and podcasts from the uncharted going on from the bushes. PC. Right. Yeah. For, I'm like sitting there lurking. I'm like, I'm like, let me see what y'all talking about over. Cause you know, I'm a petty son of a gun like that. So I'm watching these reactions and I'm laughing. Like, it's like, I'm sitting there with popcorn. I'm like, 
everybody called this. Are you not paying attention to what's going on in the gaming industry that they want to expand? More people want to expand. One of the reasons why Bethesda actually signed with Xbox, because you know there is other suitors, we know, Mm -hmm. is because of where they can reach more people. And that is the mobile with cloud, that is Game Pass, that's PC. That's a big one. They said it. They said PC. And if you look at once Bethesda was signed, Phil was a little more cocky. What was he saying? Uh, Game Pass will go on not closed off systems. Yeah, and he says you don't have to double dip on the Xbox platform, you know. Exactly. Play Anywhere, right? Like, they've taken Play Anywhere, which was, like, kind of a small idea, and they were like, yo, we're going to give you, if you buy it once, you can play it anywhere. They took that and expanded it to, if you subscribe to this, you can play completely anywhere. Free, Like, uh, that's it. We kind of take that for granted. It's been around for five years, five, six years, seven years. Uh, I can't do the math. Yeah, it's been around for a while. Since 2016, yeah, five, I think. Yeah, five years. 2017. I I don't take it for granted, man. You know me. I play everywhere. Like I, some days I'm on my I, I'm on my tablet playing on XCloud, and then I play on PC, and I play on X. I am the quintessential Xbox fan because I use all their service, everything. That's it. Yeah, and you've been in in a situation over the past couple of months where you've kind of been over at this place and over at that place. So like wherever you go, you have access to an Xbox. Or a gaming PC, you know, one of your devices. So you never get a a disconnect from gaming because of Play Anywhere. And when I say we take it for granted, I guess what I realized as you were talking that in the community, you don't hear a lot of people say, you buy one, you get both for free. Or, mm-hmm. you know, but you both for the price of one. You don't hear that a lot because I think people kind of forget about it. Because yeah. most people uh, spend a lot of time, uh, more time on one platform. But that, this reminded me of another thing, Zocker. One of the guys actually used one of the PlayStation diehards used the double dipping as a bragging point, saying, "You know, oh, they they make it so you can double dip, so you can buy it on the PlayStation, then later you can buy it on the PC." He said it like it was a good thing. Like if you buy Days Gone on the PS Five and you own it, you have to go and buy the PC version. Uh, oh, this, so he's know. like bragging about it. Like that's how good we are. We got it. Yeah, that's how we good. Got like it. we got to spend. What's, you know, seven well, times two? I think what he's <laughs> saying is, and I try to think, you try to put rationale in the Pegasus Nation. You oh, try so hard to help you, you them. You got to bring up the name. You got to bring <laughs> but up I, the name. <laughs> but I, <laughs> it's funny. I'll do it on a podcast because people here on the podcast, on podcast know what Pegasus Nation is. When we make our videos on YouTube, like our full video, people don't know who that is. But people here watching obviously know. But I think what he was trying to say is our games are still protected and on the on the PlayStation 5 because you have to buy it again over there so it's not truly being taken away uh, I think that's really that's really crazy that's a really dumb way to look at it. I think that's just like a dumb thing to think about and say why how is that good for you as an individual like I I don't that makes no sense like I'm a little irritated that I had to buy Days Gone again and I had to buy Horizon but you know why I did it it's because I want the best performance on it, and I want to mm-hmm. play those games, especially when I played Days Gone when it first launched, and it was like a 1920 slideshow in FPS. I hate yeah, it. Like, I, and was, you know yeah. how much I hated that game, and I put 33 hours into that game because I really like you know I, I take a lot of pride in what I'm saying, and I want to make sure that I'm playing these games and giving people complete feedback so they don't call me like a fraud, even though everybody still does. But <laughs> you know, like like I, th- I think. <laughs> Everybody yep. still call me one, but like I'm just saying, man, I don't want to a real fraud, a real, fraud, a real, yeah. a real fraud. Somebody that you know hides their gamer score, and uh, you know, yeah, somebody tried to call you out a couple of years ago and looked up the wrong Zocker, <laughs> and your Zocker 87 on PlayStation, and like, oh, 
This guy does play these games. I, I got to give a shout out to KY yeah. Bob, who is an a. Well, I guess I was going to say X and C, but he's a Colt Eastwood channel member for a long time. He's got the Cortana cartoon picture. He says, Colt and Zocker, X and C is great. RDX is great. RDX is the best. Far Cry is a blast. We're going to talk about Far Cry in just a little bit. Halo Infinite will own my life. Now, KY Bob and I haven't partied up in a long time. Uh, He moved jobs, and now he's a uh, hitman, assassin for hire. Now, he's a... (laughs) <laughs> he got a new job, so I haven't talked to him in a long time. You know, he he should just uh, send me send me a party invite sometime, KY, because we have so much fun. We, we were yeah. playing uh, last time we played was playing that State of Decay expansion, and uh, uh, one of our buddies was ruining my fort. But we won't get into that. <laughs> um, let's see. We got let's let's jump into this uh, new studios thing like everyone's been talking oh, about man. acquisition soccer it's been driving us crazy we get dms everybody wants to oh, know where God. these studio acquisitions these publisher deals and uh i think they're a long ways away but um the word test drive you did a video about this can you kind of explain to the audience what you think is happening with these studio deals for xbox since playstation's buying up everything that it's not nailed down i think i think what's going on right now and i've said this in my videos i think sony realize that you know bethesda was uh was you know people say it's it's an entire publisher and i've always said this it's an entire e3 conference xbox bought that they just went taking that like like, <laughs> like they're like we're just gonna take this whole thing over here and those guys and bethesda brought out two to three massive games a year like every year they brought out two to three massive triple a games yeah and then not yep. to mention they partnered with a lot of people look at death loop and look at ghostwire they partnered so sony lost that Completely can't partner up with them again. Over, yeah. done. You move on, and that's something that I've realized is that Sony realizes that also, and they're like, "Hey, what what do we do now?" Well, we got to invest, and I think Sony really got comfortable with giving second party studios or third party studios big games to work on. Look at Bloodborne. Yeah. Look at Spider Man. Look at Detroit Become Human. Look at all these games that they brought out that were third party demon souls right that was again third party because it wasn't a first first party studio they were very comfortable with that and i think once xbox because everybody don't care so pegasus uh uh i don't care who the hell you are everybody was asking for xbox we just want you to compete more and get games well they are yes and and i think it i think it shook a lot of the foundation in gaming in general and so every studio, every publisher, EA's buying. They bought Codemasters, remember, for like almost a billion dollars. They bought yes. like a bu- like a bunch of studios were being bought up because talent is key and content is key, and that's what they're going to be competing with is content. So Xbox is locking down a lot of third party studios, much like Sony did. So Xbox couldn't work with them, right? They couldn't work with From Software. They couldn't work with Insomniac Games after Sunset Overdrive because Sony locked them down for several years. So. Crystal Dynamics is locked down. Sony's not getting the game from them for at least three to four years. If you yep. look at IO Interactive, like that whole rumored with uh, Project Dragon, locked down again. And then if you look at, what's the other one? Uh, oh, Avalanche Studios with yes. Contraband. Yeah. Locked down another third party. And it's these things where they're going to be seen if they fit the culture well. Now, most people think it's Crystal Dynamics, and I get it because of Daryl Gallagher. But to me, I think the thing that they're going to look at the most is Avalanche Studios because Avalanche not only works with Xbox now, but they're also worked with Bethesda on Rage 2, and they had a great relationship. Yes. Like, So I think Avalanche is the biggest one that they're looking at and might happen. I don't know It how is soon. like the most likely one yeah. for them to pick up. Yeah, and I know everybody wants to see them bought, but 
Like you're getting into this explanation of that Xbox doesn't want to just like say, hey, we'd like to work with you and buy you, you know, because they've worked with PlayStation's worked with studios and had a good working relationship and put out games that are really highly rated and some that kind of missed like Order 1886 and stuff like that. They've had these other games that haven't done super well. But yeah. they haven't had problems. Xbox has worked with a couple studios where the development situation was not a good fit. Like Sumo Digital, who works with PlayStation a lot, made Crackdown. That was a terrible ordeal they went through. And maybe they didn't get along you're, with Remedy the, the as, one. as far as wanting to pick them up. The biggest one you're not mentioning. Come on. Scalebound. Oh, of that course. One. Of course. That one is yeah. like the most egregious one where it was like, four-year development xbox lost a lot of money and it it, it's something that i think really hurt them and i think that's why they're they're concentrating on getting studios they trust the leadership at yeah and that's something that they obviously they trust todd howard pete hines all those guys like come on man it's all it tech like what like of course they're gonna go there Mm -hmm. but now they're looking at other studios that have done good work and that they've worked with before like I, i don't know if you saw the new report was it two days ago three days ago or yesterday even io interactive had their best year by far financially. Everybody oh, thought no, Hitman, Hitman, Hitman three didn't sell well. It sold like I think like three hundred something percent above what they thought it was going to sell. Wow! Like it did really well, and so now their whole thing that they had with their 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 stockholders was they're going to bring more content to Hitman three now. They're working on an unknown project, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're working and they're building another studio. Like that is like if that's not indication, if that that's healthy (laughs) growth, right? Like that's good. And 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 Hitman, if you guys remember the Hitman series, I think was on Game Pass for a while. And I think the first and second one were, but one of them. But that's again growth, and you see Xbox is working with them, flooding them with money to make something because Hitman did well and it was very well received. I know, I think Rand really liked that game. Rand really Rand loves the it. Hitman. So he played through all the content. You could, if, I think, if you own some of the other editions, you could play through like the whole, pretty much the whole main series. And he did that yeah. last oh, year, yeah. this year. Um, one of the things that we need to remind the audience or anyone who's wondering about these acquisitions, Zocker, is that when you said that it got PlayStation moving, that they needed to go buy studios because Xbox had just acquired like a massive conglomerate. Oh, yeah. What we have to remind people is that right now, Xbox has more games than PlayStation in the roadmap. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they have, like, well, actually, didn't Sony have, like, about 12, 13 studios? They've bought five this year. Um, yeah, they're up. Uh, I haven't even counted, but they were they were down to 11 before they did this con- this. Uh, Con- condensing with uh, fabrics and I think they've stuff, added like three to four hundred developers. They're probably at seventeen versus Xbox's twenty three. We're looking at the roadmap with uh, even with all these deals that both of them are striking. Uh, I think Xbox comes out on top as having more games in the pipeline, and it's one of the reasons that like Sacred Symbols and Colin Moriarty's team were talking a couple months ago about how they're worried that Xbox has shown this great strong foot forward. And PlayStation was kind of like, hey, we got Ratchet and we've got uh, Keena Bridge of Spirits this year. They had more more stuff than that. but they were And Returnal, like, they were a little bit worried for what was coming in 2021. 
Um, but that's looking a lot better. 2021's been a down year for me for Sony. Like I, 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 I bought them all. Returnal was a $70 L. I just did not enjoy the setting. I did not enjoy the game that much. I know it was technically great. I know the gameplay was awesome. I've played it fun here and there, but I just was like, ah, I gotta be in the mood for this. Like Hades is a 10 times better game and, and, and roguelite. Like, I've sorry. heard that many times. Many Hades times. is amazing. Um, yeah. Ratchet and Clank. Rift Apart was great. Was it $70 great? No, I beat that game. You can go look at my thing mm-hmm. and make sure you look at the right great. game. Uh, and then yeah. Deathloop, I haven't played because I'm just going to wait for it to come on Game Pass in a year. And I, and there's so many other games to play. But if you look at like Psychonauts, The Ascent, um, uh, Forza Horizon 5, Age of Empires. Flight Sim. Flight Sim. I mean, the Age of Empires 4 is something I'm looking forward to because I love RTSs. And then you look at Halo. The rest of this year, like, what did you get? Ghost of Tsushima directors, fine. And yeah. director of uh, Death Stranding. Death Stranding director's that's, cut, that's, yeah. That's fine. And Deathloop is probably their biggest game coming out this year. And it's an Xbox Studio game. Like, that is like, what the, what's going on? And don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, Xbox Game Studio is already proven. Uh, we know that now. Because almost all those games you mentioned are really highly received. Except for the ascent, but I love the ascent. The ascent had I a bunch of books. I love it. We're going to get into that as well. Zucker and I want to talk a little bit later in the show about how you have to land your game at release with your best foot forward. We're going to talk about that because there are some big games that are coming out that have had this controversy, as my uh, my UK friends would say. Uh, I, I got a couple super chats that touch on this um, this thing with. Uh, Jim Ryan, you know, worried about being constrained down, the whole slate thing. Uh, we got, well, first of all, Astray Gaming, uh, a good friend of ours from Australia. He says, great show, guys. New metric, first to a billion users. <laughs> I think if everybody, you know, I think if PlayStation and Xbox both go cloud, PC, full stop, like you can play as long as you buy from our store. I think PlayStation might be the first one to a billion users. Like they... They, you think they PlayStation would PlayStation will be to get to a billion. I'm thinking you need to have your own store and you need to be on TVs. So TV app comes up right away. Well, do you, you need th- to be- well, I mean, do you think PlayStation would do all this stuff Xbox is doing? Let's like get, they do copy Xbox, but not everything. No, they don't. I don't think PlayStation would be the first one because one, they're not even on a mobile app yet. Like they have a mobile app to reach their game, but like and see their, their ecosystem, but they don't have a game pass on there, right? You can't play on your mobile app yet. Can't even. Can't even look at my screenshots on the mobile app <laughs> on the PlayStation. Like, I, and you know I, me, like I do a lot of communicating with with followers and with the gaming community by sharing screenshots of cool things I do in games. And I, I have to pull it onto a thumb drive and put it on my computer and move it to... It's like, this. come on. Every time I see a screenshot of you, like you put a game screenshot, like I, I feel like you're Christopher Nolan with like a scarf on. And you're like just taking the picture in photo mode. You're like, you're like, this is what I want. Look at the contrast. This is amazing. my screenshot. We got, we got, remind me to talk about screenshots for Forza. We're going to get into that in a minute too. But right, but you you take some of the best screenshots. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I'm like, God, damn, cold. Like, relax. I'm taking well, one like crappy I just try one on use, the side. I just try to use photo composition to make them look nice because games look amazing. Like when we're playing. How often, like chat, how often are you playing a game and you're like, dang, this looks so good, but you just keep playing. Sometimes I like to stop in launch photo mode and dealer's like, would you just, <laughs> sometimes the dealer in our co-op games, like, would you just play the game? <laughs> and so we got Kylo Ren. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. He says, Jim Ryan is trying to get the Sony fan base to a place 
where they won't there won't be a firestorm on Twitter like there was when they announced Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. And and our you yeah. know, our good friend Randolph Thor. Randolph Thor is crazy. He he predicted from uh, some some little birdie told him that Horizon Zero Dawn was coming to PC like two years ago. Boy, did he get called every name under the he sun He got called every that. name, and then he was like, I'm not an insider. And then it got announced. He's like, I called it. I'm an insider. I was like, Rand, whoa. What's, relax, Rand's like, which one of y'all call me an insider? Which one of y'all call Risk it for the biscuit. Thanks for the Australian $7.99. He says, it's the most ridiculous view to have. PlayStation peeps should be happy that PC peasants have a chance to play, quote, the best games ever made. And then he says, Gaz from Game on Daily has false teeth. Now, come on now. Come on now. Get, give him a couple months, and uh, Gaz is going to be a supermodel. But uh, <laughs> He has false teeth. Like, what? <laughs> so let's talk about... Um, we started to get into the to, like the broken games, not putting your games your best foot forward. This morning, Skill Up on YouTube, who's got uh, I think six hundred thousand, maybe he might have close to a million. I think he's at like six hundred thousand subscribers. He's an Australian content creator, and he talked about his stances that Battlefield twenty forty two needs to be delayed from the way he sees it. He doesn't believe that Battlefield twenty forty two beta is an eight month old build. Zocker87 has a very different opinion. I'm going to let you take the floor on this, Zocker, and tell the people what your what your experience is with this game and your $6,000 PC. Uh, first of all, sir, yes, it was. But no, <laughs> I had, no, honestly, I, I had a blast playing that game. The first thing that came to mind was Halo Infinite. When I played that multiplayer with you guys, I played it on the Series X and PC. Because I love testing yeah. both because that's where I'm going to play dominantly on. And yeah. it ran amazing on the Series X and it ran amazing on the PC. That's where I was really because Halo hasn't really launched on a PC before. So when, yeah. it, when I was like, I need to make sure this runs great. So I thought the, the tech test was amazing. I thought it did well for 343. And I think it really brought goodwill back to fans for Halo. 2042, I knew it was going to get hate no matter what. Because one, it doesn't have a campaign. And people last time, Battlefield, like, let's be honest here, Colt. Battlefield yeah. 5 made people's YouTube channels. They went from, like, 10,000 subs to, like, 300,000. Because Jeez. Battlefield 5 was so bad, people just, it was the trend to hate it. And the developer was like, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Blah, blah, blah. But 2042 on the PC and Series X, for me, was awesome. The only thing that was a little janky and kind of out of place was the vehicle sometimes glitched. And I saw that. I saw that twice. But other mm-hmm. than that, it ran flawless for me. It ran flawless. Like, I was having so much fun to the point where I was like, this is going to be the biggest competitor to Halo Infinite multiplayer, bar none. Campaign-wise, Halo's going to kill it, obviously, because Battlefield doesn't have one. COD, people are not really excited for it because of the genre, even though I am, and I love the World War II genre. But, man, Battlefield 2042 was great. Like, I, I didn't run into these game-breaking bugs that everybody else was talking about. And I played that game not once, not twice. I played it for, like, I think when it first came out beta, I played it for, like, four hours. And then I played it again for, like, another, like, three hours on the Series X. And then I played it again with my buddies in parties multiple times on the PC. And then Series X again. So I don't understand. Like I, I And I was trying to, like, find these bugs. And the only ones I saw were the vehicle ones. Did you run into mm-hmm. any bugs when you were playing it? Yeah, I did. I'm actually trying to grab some footage. Uh, here we go. Um, 
trying to find a long one here. Let's do this one. Uh, I don't know how well this will run, but but I'll, I'll let this play while we are. Let's mute it. So, uh, one more button. Let me just work all of the amazing buttons there. There we go. I think that. Um, We're cut off center. <laughs> fix it, Colt. It's right here. It's right here. Okay, so anyway, um, I will check and make sure. If this gets really bumpy, which I think it might, uh, I'll turn it off. But, yeah, I played a couple matches with Dealer. I played by myself. I played with Chris Grinnell. And I got glitches where I would aim into, into a scope or and I would see big, huge polygon uh, textures popping in and covering like the entire screen. Um, I had one when I was inside the gun. It might be on this recording while dealers driving the tank where the camera would shift like this back and forth. There was some pop in stuff. The frame rate hitched a little bit, but I don't know. Like (laughs) I just saw the helicopter on the footage. It was kind of doing a zigzag pattern up in the sky. So there's a lot going on. Like this does so much more than halo infinite and it has just a really cool look. But if this game is like, how, how old is this build? Zocker? I mean, from what the developer said, um, it is an eight month build. They said it's pretty much from the beginning of this year. And, you know, as somebody that has done software development, like he, they, the battlefield people came out and talked about this. They Mm -hmm. said like, Hey, this is an eight-month build because in development, you work off of branches, which is what GitHub does. It gives you something that you put to a main repository, but you break off to test things. And to build a beta, uh, it, it takes a long time. And he's talked about this. And I, I was talking to Colt today because we're in parties all the time because we're, you know, we're obsessed with each other. We were talking about <laughs> we're, we were talking about like how this game, like in software, the developer said after BF5 and a lot of stuff is that there's a lot of toxic people that don't want the game to succeed or they just personally attack the developer and don't give any constructive feedback to how to make the game better. And so they really just cater to people that actually give them feedback, like constructive feedback, like, hey, game game's cool, but this part, this part, this part was game breaking, didn't like it, move on. So that's that's the whole point. And that's something that Halo is doing right with the tech test. They're ignoring a lot of the people that are hating on it. In talking to the people like Colt, or talking to people like me, or talking to people that play mm-hmm. the game and actually want it to succeed, and giving them constructive feedback. Now, this game, I'm watching your gameplay. I don't see a lot of things going on glitch-wise. Maybe I'm not feeling it because you need to feel it. It's very interactive. That's what gaming is. But what other game is doing this right now? Like, it's got it's destructible chaos. environments. It destructible has environment. The, it's like, photorealistic uh, in a lot of ways. Like it's it's. Close to photorealistic. It's a great looking game. To me, it looks like Battlefield Five, but you've got like you're in a modern setting. So this guy's about to pull me out of the tank. I think I was driving this tank because dealer said you take the tank controls because I was getting that camera glitch that a lot of people were getting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I I didn't go on to social media and complain about all the bugs, but like some things just didn't seem super polished. And of course my first reaction is like, Hey dice, it's okay to delay the game. If you don't, if you feel like you're going to be under the gun, because so many times we are excited to play a game. We don't want to wait any longer. And then we sit and wait for two weeks or a month for them to iron out the, the bugs. And maybe we've moved on by the time it gets smoothed out. Like I've heard that so many times. Oh, it's much better now, but are you you're you're playing a different I, game and i get it but there's also like this is just one mode we didn't see the portal mode we didn't see the hazard zone mode or whatever yeah. that thing is called this game for what it is it gives you a lot of qual- like i'm sorry it gives you a lot of content 
I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like, I, I hate people like, you know, I, I get it. Like, if there's another bugs, one on here in a second. Yeah, if there's bugs, like, delay the game. I'm always yeah. for delaying games. I don't care. Like, I'm one of the people that wants Halo delayed because I want co-op. I, that's a big part of Halo for me, is mm-hmm. playing with my friends. Playing the campaign and enjoying that with my friends. But, again, this game I had a great time with, and I get, um, they're bringing up skill up. They're bringing up a bunch of people complaining about it. And hey, they're they're valid. Like when Skillup talked about uh, the the Dungeons and Dragons game with the Drist game that I played. Remember, I played that. He was valid yeah. in a lot of things he said. The AI was terrible. There was a lot of bugs, but I still enjoyed the game. I played it. I played through the whole thing with my buddies, and we had a blast playing it. But I still understand that there was things that he saw that I saw that was like, hey man, maybe they should have you know given it another couple months in the oven. Now yeah. this game, I didn't see a lot of these bad things that everybody was talking about. I saw some glitches with vehicles and I saw, you know, a couple of my buddies had the same glitches, but overall I was having a blast with it. I thought the gunplay was better than battlefield five and all the other battlefields. The destructible environment was insane, insane. Like, mm-hmm. like you were just watching this, like, look at this. What other game gives you that? Like, that's so cool. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I am a battlefield, like fanboy. I love it. I love battlefield more than I do like, um, COD. And to me, I think it's still going to be one of the biggest games to come out this year. And it's going to be a, a competitor with any FPS out there. That's just my, that's just my take. I, I know like it, it, I was getting into, cause there was like what? 128, 128 people in each level. Yeah, I, was insta- yeah. I was instant queuing and this is a beta. Like I wasn't like waiting to get in the game. It was like instant. Oh yeah. There was no matchmaking problems. Nothing. There was no crashes to look at the dealer. I'm like, when our bodies <laughs> came down, <laughs> I saw you guys flying around. You got shot down. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had me running like the turret on that on that uh, jet, and I was like, go get nauseous looking at the ground while he he's really good at flying those things. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's your stance, Zocker? Like, you you obviously don't think Battlefield needs to be delayed because from what you played, it it looks like it's salvageable like some of the little minor things but what's your stance on games when they're broken because i feel like the community Delay they talk like they that they're okay with delays but i feel like they're really not okay with delays see now this is where it's weird people see this game and they're not invested in it they're kind of mm-hmm. like hey just delay it it's no big deal but when it's halo like the the co-op holy cow mm-hmm. how much hate did we get as xbox guys yeah how much hate did how much hate the guys i think i got a lot of hate because i was saying like hey man delay this game i want to play it with my friends i don't want to play it solo i want to enjoy it with my buddies and i think that this game like if it's broken and there's this money like if it launches and i can see all those issues come up again or, or if like the issues that people brought up if i experience them and other people have and it's a very known issue then yeah delay the game even if i even if my experience is perfect and if it's the majority of the people see this like bad quality and stuff like that, hey, delay it. I'm fine with waiting. Like just because my experience is better doesn't mean that everybody else is. I'm, I'm, I'm not like that selfish to the point of yeah, just delay the game then. If it if it needs a delay, take it, take the extra time, but don't delay it for like a week. Don't delay it for a month. Delay it for like yeah. five months. Because remember, um, Joe who did uh, Song of Iron, he said the worst thing you could do is delay a game for a month because you're already crunched on something and kind of cut corners to get something done. So yeah, a month is never good enough. Like I, I feel like battlefield couldn't, um, and thanks, thanks chat for, for, and those watching for bearing with me as I try and get this, this footage like queued up, this is kind of something I decided to do while we're talking about it. But, um, like, I don't think you can delay battlefield 2042 and still make 
2021. No, right? you you wouldn't. No, you'd bring it out like at 2042 at this point, right? Like, that's, <laughs> that's the, like that's like, the whole. Like, like I think they'd like, be man. better off if they were going to delay it. They'd have to move it to next holiday, and that is, I think, that's a really tough sell for the publisher. The publisher really can be really difficult to work with when they're waiting to get return on investment. But I, I wish I could just help the developers understand, or the publishers understand that they might make a little more money if the game comes out a lot better. So, yeah, but it's also it's also a pretty massive game, man. Like mm-hmm. this is like this has been in development for three years now, three and a half, and we haven't had a battlefield since the Battlefield Five. So I don't know, man. Like to me, I think that I think they're just gonna release it. They already delayed it, and I think it was more for like their networking. I don't think it was for the game. Yeah. I think that I think that this game, if it is an older build, hey, you know then I, I, I believe you. But if it comes out again, if it comes if these all these bugs come out in November and it bites you in the butt, then people know they can't trust you. Yeah. And they, like 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 Cyberpunk, right? It runs great, surprisingly amazing on the on the PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> yeah? It's, yeah. It was surprisingly terrible. Yeah. Um one thing that's funny, I, I tried to queue up the next one and it just went crazy. But uh, let me see. Glitches delay. <laughs> Glitches delay the show. Delay the show. Uh, delay X and C. God. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, let's try it again. Yeah, it just uh, it's freaking out. Let me go back to regular. Of, you, have a, you have a bunch of a bunch of super chats, buddy. You want me to read some of these for you? Yeah, I mean, if you could see one, you could read one. I'll get us back yeah, to normal. Uh, Roman here. G, member for four months, Colt out here having yep. people graduate in YouTube to next level. Great to finally see Zalker now. We need Dealer to show his mug. You don't want Dealer to show his mug. Nobody <laughs> wants. To go, nobody wants to go blind. Nobody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Risk- we got. Uh, go we got risky for the biscuit with the Australian eight dollars super chat. We're going to talk about a a big Xbox game here in a second. He says, "I'm a big Battlefield player. Check my stats." I, I won't creep on your stats. I'm going to trust you on that one. He says, I want it delayed. It could be such an amazing game, but some design choices in the glitching is holding it back. And Predator H2, thank you so much for the $10 super chat. He said, loved Battlefield 2042, PC and Xbox Series X, 20 hours plus total he has on the on the beta. He says, glitches with the hybrid scope. <laughs> yeah. Stuttering in vehicles. Yep, I had that. Shooting down vehicles was difficult. They were OP fixable but i don't want them to delay it so there really are people who told you uh, i have like have 15 faith. hours in that beta man like and i was like yeah I, I was having i was just like listen if you're having a good time sometimes like do you remember when you're like, yeah. a kid if you're just enjoying a game and there was a glitch you're kind of like eh, work around it right like unless it like completely broke your game like this i i ran into like some vehicle glitches but i never was just like i'm done i can't i can't right. play this I just was like, all right, well, that was weird. But moving on, for the next hour, I didn't see glitches. I was taking out freaking helicopters, jumping off, flying off things. Like, no other game gives me that experience that Battlefield's giving me right now. Um, go ahead, you can read the next. There's a, there's a bunch. Of yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to. Uh, there we go. Uh, we got uh, One Away Dragon uh, or, or Lemon. I call him Lemon. He, thank you so much for the $10 super chat. Look at that. He's got such a cool. Uh, profile picture he says it's a beta and judging no game comes out without needing a fix the game is fine where that smoke for call of duty it was completely broken i remember that like call of duty vanguard yep. people are putting up it was unplayable that was not the case with battlefield 2049 um 
when they stop giving us betas, blame us. It's not done. They said it. So that, I do you feel like developers are afraid to to have betas because the backlash they get? Because you were talking earlier about how Dice doesn't even want to talk to the majority of the community because they're so acidic about it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of developers don't like showing like their gameplay. There's mm-hmm. very few. If you look at Bethesda shows gameplay always before a couple months before, right? Uh, Sony shows gameplay a couple months before um, or mm-hmm. even like a year before, a year and a half. There's very few developers that show gameplay because they don't want it to get the comparison thing. They don't want all this stuff and that happening to it. And I don't, I'm like, hey, man, no excuses. Show it. If you got it, flaunt it, right? And yeah. to, 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 to games that are online centric like Battlefield, you need a beta. Sorry. You need the tech test, the flighting, yep. the beta. Need you, you need that to stress test not only the game, but your servers. That's the biggest obstacle during online games. It's not like, oh, the game's glitched. It's usually like, I can't get on because it's dead. Like, look at Gears yeah. 5. They didn't have a lot of glitches in Gears 5. What glitched was the servers. Like, that's yeah. what glitched. That's what messed up everything. You disconnect in a co-op game. You disconnect multiplayer horde mode. It, it was, it was, it, it, and it, it, it affected the game's reviews. I know that for like Gears 5 is amazing. One of the best, if not the best Gears I've ever played. But again, can't do that if your servers aren't ready. Yeah, I know they're, they're making good money in the gaming business and they got to get it right. But, you know, when you're a creator, like I'm doing this show right now and I'm trying to queue, queue up video and stuff's not going right. Like I feel the pain. Imagine what all those developers are going through when they're to bring a beta or an alpha to the to the masses. It's got to be like a nail biter. And I love the gaming community, but we are so brutal. Uh, we bite the hand that feeds us. But right. at the same time, some some of us are really good at at lighting a fire under the developers and getting a great product and getting them to round the corners and get everything ready to rock. And um, when you talk about DICE wanting to get that constructive feedback, the same thing that the Halo Infinite team said at 343 about they want constructive criticism because somebody on Twitter uh, like a month ago said, look, all our complaining did the, the deal. The game looks better. And the the head of three four three or the head of communications said no that's we don't listen and I've said that for you and I've said this for years that those whiners and those griefers and those harassers and the memers yep. like they get muted and blocked by the industry so their oh, their voices aren't heard if you made fun but, of like Craig's face or if you just criticize things just to criticize it people are going to ignore you but if you say yep. hey like like. If you look at – you were on RDX at the time. When you look at all the criticisms we gave Halo Infinite, it wasn't like, you're stupid. It was just like, hey, these are the problems we see. You need to start addressing these. And it yeah. was like almost verbatim. Everything they enhanced is the things we complained about. So I'm yeah. not saying it yeah. like as a clout chaser, like, oh, they listen. To, uh, no, we're just giving constructive criticism to something they know we love. And that's yeah. the thing. That's the difference. That's the difference is that some people don't care about something, but they just want to criticize it for no reason. Most people talk about, you know, people talk about a platform they hate more than they play games on the platform they love. Oh, so it drives me crazy. It, it irritates and me because we're on yeah. Xbox all the time. We're on Xbox talking all the time, Xbox chat, we're playing games. Like, uh, like there's a reason why my gamer score is so high. It's not because of just like small game. It's because I'm playing always. Like I just love playing. So I'm playing on my tablet, I'm playing PC, I'm playing. Yep. The, the, the ecosystem is there for me. And that's that's like, when you find people like that. There you go. Yeah, that's why I I don't talk about 
Nintendo very often because I talk about the things that I'm enjoying. I'm, I, don't, I don't spend any time on, on a Nintendo console. But right now you're looking at... Um, I'm using StreamYard, and so it kind of has to kind of work with the buffering. So it's not super high quality, but I'll, I'll work that into the channel later on. It's like there's a whole bunch of stuff I'll do behind the scenes. But this is Forza Horizon 5. These are some of the extended clips that I didn't show on a video. If you didn't know... Um, this morning at 6 a.m., there was embargo lifted for previews for Forza Horizon 5. Uh, Dealer and I both put out production videos at 6 a.m. my time in the Pacific Coast. And for him, it was like 8 uh, where he is in the U.S. So we put out our thoughts and impressions of the game. This is a game that we already know is completely polished. It oh, yeah. looks incredible. I've got to start off with a little bit of fun here. Uh, <laughs> I shared some screenshots as well as my video and a couple little clips on Twitter and some, uh, we'll call him a, a diehard PlayStation fan said that the game looked blurry. I have this pristine, pristine, uh, high quality gameplay screenshot of this, uh, of this Camaro or of, oh God, this I know exactly where you're going. I was like, where's he going? Yeah. This? And then it just, so it like, ding. I was like, oh, ding, God. you got to deal with some of these people who, like you were just saying, Zocker, like they're not enjoying their platform. They'd rather talk about somebody else's platform. But Zocker, 2021, especially the second half, ever since Flight Sim came out and Death's Door, like Xbox owns 2021. I think they have owned the year when they were really the underdog for the year. Uh, have you seen this change? I, I I thought Xbox has owned a lot of things. I think Xbox owns diversity in their genres and games. I think Xbox owns a lot of the, like now with like, especially Bethesda, a lot of talent out there. They own RPGs completely. Once those start dropping, it's, it's going to be, especially like now with the whole Redfall maybe being like a, a Borderlands-esque game. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. But the number one thing, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to harp on this. Is I think Xbox actually I know I don't think I know Xbox completely owns racing. That's it. I'm sorry. Yes, of course, Forza Horizon is something that Xbox will shout from the rooftops till the end of time because playground games, like you said, this game is polished. This game is great. Every Forza you play, the only criticism that people have is like, well, maybe they do something different. Like I don't know, but like you never sit there and go like, hey, you know, this is really bad. This is done really badly. I don't like no. Uh, they like Forza Horizon 5 or Forza Horizon 4 and 3 they are the best racing games I've ever played and I don't play a lot of them I play like yeah. you know here and there I'm not a biggest racing fan but the arcade way of doing this it's so much fun I you know we just throw hours into this game like when this game first released in 2018 uh 4 at least I played mm-hmm. that like crazy and Gran Turismo is not competing with motorsports and nothing on the market is competing with Forza Horizon I'm sorry to say it this is something that Xbox understands and knows and invests a lot of talent and money in. And I'm glad because every reception that I've seen, no, not one person criticized this game. They're like, it's stunning. Yeah, it's stunning. And it wasn't just like, I, I understand what you're saying. Kind of like you and dealer talked about this. You played so much Forza that you're kind of like, man, this is Forza. And you kind of said it in your video. You said, is this Forza 4.5? Um, but the tech yeah. behind it, the tech behind it, is great. The draw distance is a lot better. They've talked about that. The Xbox One experience is actually different than the Series X experience. I was ta- I was I was reading some of the developers what they said. They've said that the game on the Series X has way better detail from draw distance compared to the Xbox One. 
And there's a lot of stuff they had to yeah. revamp their rendering, their shadows, everything. So I'm I'm super excited for this. I, I can't wait to play it, even though I wasn't privileged enough to play it like these hot shots over here. And <laughs> like, like, yeah, these guys yeah like, hey, no, all these guys. I mean, I've got I, I actually cut this out of my video, my preview this morning, but I wouldn't count it. I have over 600 hours in Horizon 1, 2, 3, and 4 with the expansions. And that's a lot of time of racing. It's a game I load up every week. I gotta get. Can I make this fun is of you a, and Rand for a second? You guys got like an argument of who played more. You guys put it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah. You guys were like, you're like I mean, hold on. I got. I think I got more time in the fours of You're like, no, you don't. And Cole yeah. like listed off the first hours of four. And Rand was like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, like Rand said, uh, he goes because uh, I was talking about because we're gonna get into. There's a lot to talk about with Forza, but we also kind of want to get into like the um, f- franchise fatigue um, because it's a it's real concern for a lot of people in a lot of games, but. Uh, Ram was like, I think I know more about Forza Horizon than you do. I'm like, Rand, I, I probably have double the amount of hours you do. He's like, no, no way. And then he got into like, I think once he got to three, I had already dealt, you know, way past me. He's like, oh, okay, I won't even count four. Uh, Rand, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rand and I are like super competitious about stuff like that. I've got a, a way back from Yodani Kazada who sent a super chat uh, about 20 minutes ago, but he said he, he covered this subject pretty well. He, thank you for the $5. He said, I know we are tired of acquisition season, as he wrote it, but do you guys think yeah. that instead of buying studios and publishers, platform holders could just buy IP? That's actually been something that's been going around. Do you, do you remember, Colt, like the WB thing? Like that, that was a oh, big yeah. hold off the IP, Batman and the DC and... You know, and it's not just DC. Like, you got to think about Lord of the Rings. You got to think about uh, Harry Potter. There's a lot of IP within that WB. So I don't know if they can. You can't buy IP. You can rent it. Um, You know, no one's going to give like 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 after what happened with Spider-Man and Sony and, and, you know, Marvel, they're not going to sell their IP to you exclusively. Not going to happen anymore. They're losing way too much money. I, I like this has been reported in the movie industry and every media industry that Disney really hates having to talk to Sony before doing anything with Spider-Man. Like they despise. Oh, I it. am sure. I they am so sure. Despise it that they have to do that. <laughs> like despise. They despise. It. Like Disney's going to own the world anyways, right? Like that. They own everything I know. else, but not Spider-Man. And so they're sitting there, they're like, son of a. So I, I'm. So just is renting the right way? I've never heard that. I know you're kind of being colloquial about it, but is it's like just lending you permission for uh, like certain products is kind of what they do. Pitch a game, right? It's yeah. It's you're the, you're you're the pitch. They're the customer. So if they own the IP, you pitch a game. Like I want to make a game with your character. This like Battlefield or about like Battletoads. Like I was like, what? D La La Studios. <laughs> uh, like who who are they? And I met the people at E3 in 2019. There's four of them. And so I just thought the conversation was, hey, can we use your IP? Can we use Battletoads to make a game? And Microsoft's like, sure, have at it. We're not doing anything with it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's and, a, and like that's, the two, yeah, it, two different scenarios. And that's what they did with Star Wars, right? They, they went and probably pitched a game. Machine Games probably thought of Indiana Jones and was like, hey, this is what we have, Lucas Games. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure they get memos like, hey, we're shopping this out. We have IPs open. Does anybody have an idea? And it's a symbiotic relationship. That's what I think is happening. Yeah. I don't know if you could buy IPs. I think I, I think the best thing you can do is create your own. Um, create your own IP, like yeah. uh, 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 
what was it? Uh, Naughty Dog said the hardest thing you could do, the developers said, is create a new IP because it's so unknown. You don't know what's going to mesh well, and it's hard to be that creative for that long. I just and watched so- TV and TV more than anything, like because we watch a lot of stuff on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we watch a lot of stuff on streaming services that have these like exclusives, right? Yep. And I see some of these great. If I named the names, like we'd we'd start a whole conversation about TV shows, but I see these great new IPs that become like a one or three season franchise that are absolutely amazing. And I, and as a content creator about Xbox, I sit there and watch these shows with my kid or with my family, and I'm like, why can't Xbox come up with this concept, like? There was one show that was a family of young kids that were raised with special powers and they end up having to save the world somehow. And I thought, this is such a great concept. Like, why aren't these being made? Like, where's this as a game? Like, this could be some become so huge. It's it's pitched. It's the creative people. It's not like they're so talented. Yeah, well, it's not just Netflix. It's not Hulu. These people that are creative go there. Like, why The Last Man? That's Donnie's got me. He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. like you know, there's a new show on Hulu called Why the Last Man. That's a comic book by Brian K. Vaughn. I've read it. Okay. It's a great thing, but that's what I'm saying. They went and got these IPs, talked to the creators, and took them, and then they have creative people that know how to make a show, know how to make a movie, put them together. And that's like like Squid Game, right? Like another yes. one. Like it's something yeah, that's Squid been Game, around. I want to talk. I wish yeah. I could talk about it forever, but yeah. That, that show is so good. But like people, like that, that, that was denied, I think even by Netflix, for like 10 years. So, like, these creative people have it. They have this idea. It's just about execution, right? Like, mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't um, uh, uh, what was his name? The guy that created, uh, oh, my God, I forgot his name. The guy that created Gears, not created, but was one of the creative people. He's not uh, Cliff Blazinski. Blazinski, thank you. Yeah. He, he had, like, a game of, like, zombies on dragons. And he showed all these concepts that he had, and he posted them on oh, Twitter yeah, with yeah. artwork and all that. And it was really cool. And it was like, whoa. Like, that's. And nobody wanted it. And nobody wanted it. And he was like, I just needed about, what was it? Like he said, $25 million to make this back then. And nobody wanted it. That's an investment, right? You have to pitch your game that you need to have creative people. They need to know how you're going to make it, who you're going to make it with, and who's your leadership to do that and the studio. So Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the problem. I think that we, I think Bethesda cultivates new IP very well. Um, So hopefully that kind of rubs off on Xbox because they, I I think they do need a new IP. That's, that's insanely popular. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Um, I, I've got. I, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with uh, the chat. So amazing! You got some super chats. You guys have some really good comments. I'm trying to keep those like folded into what Zocker and I are talking about. Um, but I got to give a shout out to Punky Dish, who's been a longtime friend. I created his logo. I owe this guy. I, I got to Punky. I'm going to get to you. I got to get. He, he wants me to kind of revamp it and put some uh, change the colors around. Uh, he kind of got me during E3, but. He's got, you got to remind me again, just send me another message. Like just send me another DM say, Hey, don't say Colt. Sorry to bother you. Cause, uh, <laughs> I owe you. He says much love for both of you guys. Love the show. And, uh, 108 dragon, uh, with the $10 super chat. Thank you so much, buddy. Again, Mr. Lemon. He says it's called server load. When a game drops, everyone rushes to play online. Every major game gets this, but it's like buying an Xbox series X and everyone's trying to add it to the shopping cart. Be patient. So, 108 Dragon is on the side where, like, he knows what where the problems is, and we where the problems are. We need to be patient. Uh, we really need to find a middle ground. When I look at Call of Duty Vanguard, the way that beta did, and the versus Battlefield, I can easily say Battlefield is in a much 
better place. Those two teams deliver. Like you said, Zocker, it's that server load that is really difficult to manage when a game gets bombarded with people. I, I think it's so. more. I think it's more focusing, right? Like, yeah. like Battlefield focused on multiplayer, so they're text. They're making sure their multiplayer is ready. They're making sure their online servers are ready. Call of Duty focused on multiplayer, but it also has a campaign, and so does Halo. Mm-hmm. So I think it's teams focusing on different things. Trust me, if it gets delayed, it gets delayed. But I think that they're focusing on different things. Each studio, yeah. each developer is focusing on completely different things. Battlefield knows that. It's all online, nothing else. So they have to they have to stress test this in their beta, and they did. And I thought I thought it held up very well. I didn't have any connection issues. I didn't have. I got right freeze. in. Yeah, I got right in. Like Warzone uh, games for me, they still freeze. Servers just disconnect, and I'm like, cool, thanks, guys. Like I'm like I'm moving on. Like I'm like I'm like I'm just so irritated. I'm like this is great. I so, forgot about Warzone. Oh my I mean, gosh. I got I got to go highlight Ace Out Gamer. Thank you so much for the five dollars super. He says when I was talking about the how blurry that uh, my screenshot looks supposedly uh, Forza Horizon. He says he must be talking about and then insert a uh, you know vitriol person that you know caps you know makes fun of Xbox a lot. I won't say the name and I won't say the name who it really was, but you guys probably read it and uh, it's all in good fun. You know, it's like don't be so cranky. Like, just enjoy things. <laughs> I see so many of these people that they don't be so spell cranky. so much energy talking about what they don't like. Like, it, that's I don't even know what to say. People love to complain, I man. People love to complain. I, 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 I spent $40 on a PlayStation game the other, like, a couple weeks ago, and I've played a little bit. I'm not loving it. But I'm, I say something to you guys once or twice. Like, I think I've said to you once or twice, like, man, I took a $40 L on that game. I'm not loving it. I'm not I'm, I'm are probably you talking not going to play about- it. Keynote Bridge of Spirits. I said we don't say name. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I really was looking forward to it. I'll eventually get back to it. But right now, I have. when you have more compelling things to play, it's just, I'm not loving it. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't know. Maybe it just makes me mature. But then I like to get I like to get a little messy. Did you see my little that squid little, game? That was a little messy right there. Saying, I think I'm just mature. Look at you. you, you That's messy, super messy. Like that. In the bushes, but in the bushes. did you see you my little meme you shave those of uh, of player number one from Squid Game where he's sitting by himself when he didn't get picked? And I put Jim Ryan's face, and I said oh Jim Ryan's God. frustrated that oh he can't bring God. his games to more platforms. Uh, <laughs> people get so mad at that stuff, but like people don't know. Like I really like Jim, and you and I've liked Jim Ryan because. He came out the gate like, hey, let's open up this gated platform. Let's make it bigger. Let's give people more options. He came out, the gate, like he be- he came out the gate saying he believes in generations. And he then, did. He did and then come he out with that. It and he was like, e, JK, just, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me go back on that. Give, give, give me two minutes. Uh, like, there, I think people take it too serious. And I do think that sometimes, like some people, they joke. But if you, like, at some point, if you joke too much, like constantly every single day, is it really yeah. a joke? Yeah, and like when and like sp- and like with Kina Bridge of Spirits, you brought it up when you were playing it, and Colt doesn't just like stop playing the game. Like he'll be like, "All right, let me give it a couple days," and then he'll come back to it, and he'll give it a fair shot. He'll play for like forty five minutes an hour, and then he'll be like, yeah. ah, "It's just not catching me. I'm going to come back later." Like that's what Colt I actually does. got drowsy playing it both sessions, but it also I also picked up the game right when Halo flighting started, Dude. right when Avengers. Like Avengers really kind of captivated me uh, a couple weeks ago or last weekend. I think last it was. week you played a lot, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, you have I more played... time than I do on it. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I put like 40 plus hours like, into it. 
You're like, I'm the Black Panther. I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah, I, was it's like, like, I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm like Wolverine with uh, short claws. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, let me get into this. I'm, I'll, I'll do a little mini, uh, a little mini speech about Forza Horizon. I'm sure a lot of people watch the show. Shout out to over 700 people who are listening to Zocker and I rant and rave about uh, fanboys and and the stuff we do love. But Forza Horizon Five is exactly what you'd expect, and just like Far Cry Six, which we're going to talk about just after that. If you're a fan, you have nothing to complain about with Forza Horizon 5. Now, I I did a 15-minute preview video, production video, 4K60. This stream is really hampered by StreamYard. And I'll work on being able to show content on the channel, with, you know, bringing more features in. That'll take some time. But actually, this show, this is the 23rd episode here with Zocker. I've only been running this show about four months, so I've got a lot to 23rd learn. 23rd for 23 Studios. For 23 <laughs> Studios. So... Um, I think, yeah, I mean, definitely. So if you don't play a lot of Forza Horizon, you are going to be, uh, taken over by how great the game is. And if you've played a lot of Forza Horizon and you like it, you're going to love all this stuff. We haven't even been able to see a, uh, this is just a fraction in the preview. They didn't let us do hardly anything. They gave us uh, five, maybe eight races, uh, one showcase event. They let you drive around the world, but there were no events to you know you to to try out. Uh, event lab isn't there, which will like give you a playground, uh, a, a crazy playground of boost ramps and stuff. So uh, yeah, I hope you check out that video. I put that out this morning, so it's on the channel. It's kind of rare that I put a video out in the morning and then do the stream here, but you know, uh, I'll just say Forza Horizon Five is going to be really good. I'm just hoping, Zocker. Um, since you have a lot of experience with the franchise and you didn't get to play the preview, I want you to be able to say things. But uh, let me ask you this question, Zocker. Do you think that reviewers have it in their rights to dock Forza Horizon 5 5 to 10 points out of 100 for the game not blowing their mind with new innovative features? I don't know. Because... (laughs) No, I'm just being quite honest, right? Like, so... This, this is in one of the topics, like it meshes well, very well, like Far Cry 6. Um, you know, that game is kind of getting attacked a lot, and I don't understand mm-hmm. why. We're on parties, again, because we're obsessed. We play the, we're playing this game a lot and just talking and having fun and be like, oh, I'm doing this, or I'm over here, I'm doing that. And it's an open world that's a Far Cry game. If you do mm-hmm. not like the loop of Far Cry games, you're not going to like Far Cry 6. If you're tired of the loop, you're going to be tired of Far Cry 6. But mm-hmm. I have to say, <clears throat> for me, I like looking at graphics, technicalities, things that they improved on. And every single facet... <clears throat> sorry, I'm choking now. Choking up. No. <laughs> every, every single facet of Far Cry 6 is better. I'm really choking. <laughs> sorry. Take some water. Mm-hmm. Um, is improved from Far Cry 5. Far Cry 6 is a massive improvement from Far Cry 5. It's and, and they, There's videos up there comparis- putting comparisons up there. Everything from the physics to the gunplay to the world, the graphics, the fidelity, the draw distance is just way better on Far Cry 6. So for me, I'm actually experiencing <clears> that even more. It's just so good. And then you look at you know, Forza Horizon and the tech they talked about, 
again, draw distance. They've tuned the cars a little bit better. The world is bigger. The biomes are a lot bigger. They brought the weather over. You just crash and rewind. I love it. Um, everything <laughs> about everything about this is different, but the same. I know that sounds weird, but like, I, I if, if reviewers dock it because it's like it's too much like the last one. It's a fifth iteration of the game. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't like it, then don't. Like, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't Jeff Grubb was fighting this fight pretty hard for the past two days on on social media because I think he might have written an article about it because uh, a lot of franchises make three to five, sometimes six games before they flip the formula. And like God of War was one that was critically acclaimed and well loved for like 10 games before they flipped the script and flipping the script is great, but uh, there's some things in Forza Horizon that really sweetens it up. And I try to kind of convey it in the video in the full production video where the lighting is just, they call it volumetric lighting for a reason. Like it's there. Like you can reach out and hug it. Like you can see the glowing <laughs> light. You get a uh, shiny star burst off of the, the, the streams getting a little wonky here, but um, no, this is like a five gig file. That's, uh, that's going up while we're doing the show. But uh, yeah, it really is. A, it's a huge file. I, I put it at 1080p 60, uh, but it's uh, yeah. It, I think, it gets I think constrained, we're the, but, I think we're the, there's the like the, bad, the light. Yeah. There's like the light bursts that come off the, off the car body. And there's the trailing uh, lens flares that go across the headlights and the taillights. It just sweetens up everything. Of course, you're also seeing uh, Forza Horizon 4 optimized Series X in five. Like, plus they've ramped up the environments to look photorealistic. So you're getting like, this is the full I don't know if they'll change it up, but you're getting like the full feature, uh, amazing looking game, and the game feels incredible. It's a it's it's an award winner for sure. And that's and that's the thing. I think that if you bring out a game like Five or bring out a game like Far Cry Six, and it's technically decent and it's pretty good, but there's glitches or there's something wrong with it that you've tried to change things up, but it doesn't. I don't know. I just don't think that it's going to – I think if it has glitches, that's where they're going to get docked. If it's more of the same and people are getting mad, like I don't understand that whole Ubisoft thing of they do the same thing, right? And that, I don't think mm-hmm. Forza is going to get docked for it. If it does, that's a stupid reason. Judge the game for what it is, which is a Forza Horizon open-world racing game. Look at the world, see if they've improved any of the tech, see if they improved the driving, see if they improved things from the last iteration, which was three years ago. Now, Ubisoft, people are saying, oh, it's the same thing. You go around and you do all these check marks. It's an open world game. What do you mean? Yeah. Every game is yeah. every game is repetitive. Every single game. God of War is repetitive. You're going around fighting things and you kill them and you have fun. That's it. Every game is repetitive. If you don't like the game loop again, then move on. Like that's yeah. I, I, and, and don't get me wrong. If you're a reviewer and you just are not into the story, you're not into the gameplay, and you're the one reviewing it, dock it what you see fit. Not gonna tell you to not gonna tell you to do it otherwise. But if you're someone that doesn't like racing games like me, and you start like hating on the game because it's boring, then I don't know what to tell you. Like you're just not. It wasn't catered to you, and that's and that's, that's gonna happen. It. And it is. And, and yeah. the whole Ubisoft thing. This is what we're talking about. Far Cry Six getting killed. The whole Ubisoft thing is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like Assassin's Creed has completely changed the last three games. They're co- uh, completely open world RPGs. Like 
some of the most in-depth RPGs out there. Yeah, from Origins, um, from Origins on, yeah, they really yeah. flipped that script. And, yeah. and, and I think in a really good way. You and I were talking about this last night while we were playing Far Cry 6, that we feel like when they made Odyssey and Origins, like they... They turned Assassin's Creed from a, from a game I used to really like into one I'd kind of despised by the time it it uh, reached the, what, 2016s or whatever it was. And then when I played Origins, I'm like, this is the coolest game that I've played in a long time. Uh, well, that game alone. Building. The world building. Yeah. It was like so detailed. And I remember it was like a big showcase for the Xbox One X at the time. It the was. Xbox just came out. They were like, hey. We're going to show the graphics off for the Xbox One X, blah, blah, blah. And it was great. Like, even if you're, um, you, you and Dealer were talking about this for the Series X for Far Cry, that a, a lot of the features on there are like PC. Like, they're, they're, it runs extremely well on there because Ubisoft really wants to hone in on the next generation consoles and move forward. And the, the, the person that works at Ubisoft, the, one of the CEOs, has said, like, it's the next gen consoles are vital to our success. Mm-hmm. And so everybody sees that. Everybody understands that. So Far Cry 6 looks insane on the Series X. I'm playing it on PC because of Ubisoft Plus, and it looks insane on there. So I, I don't like the whole, like, if it's the same thing, I'm not going to like it, or blah, blah, blah. Can they get docked? Sure, at mm-hmm. some point, if you're doing the same thing, but you're not improving graphics, or you're not improving the physics, or you're not improving the world building of it, then yeah, get docked. Get docked completely. Mm-hmm. And this is why yeah, I, I mean, like it- <laughs> Well, I feel like with... Um... Far Cry 6, they they made new, Far Cry New Dawn. God, that game did so many things. It drove me crazy. I just did not like it all. But I feel like they grabbed some of the things they did in 5 and 3 and New Dawn. And I feel like 6 is kind of the best of the best. It's kind of like a greatest hits. It feels like yeah. Just Cause. Uh, it feels like Just Cause 3 or 2 more than it feels like... It's like a mix of, of both of those games. And I've got the footage up here, which will uh, run at a low frame rate. But I've got this fire weapon. Like, we've been telling stories. When, when you play something like this, like, you have this fa- franchise fatigue. But I am having so much fun playing Far Cry. I'm not worried about all of the 600 hours I have in Forza Horizon. I'm going to love that so much. Mm-hmm. And I don't, not a lot of people have as many hours as I do in a game like Forza Horizon. So... Um, Far Cry 6 t- is the best t- Far Cry I've ever played. Like, I, I know 3 is like the darling. Everybody loves yeah. 3. And 3 is great. I've played it too. Far Cry 4, I think I have like 80 hours in it. And then Far Cry 5, I've been playing a lot of it recently, actually, this summer. It's and it's really great. Good. And it's a really good game. But man, is 6 just so well done. Like, I'm just having so much fun with it. Like, headshots, like when you hit a headshot, it makes like a sound. It's so, so satisfying. And, yeah, and then it paints the behind on the yeah, concrete like, behind them. It's really cool. And then when um, you stab somebody with a machete, and there's somebody standing in front of you, they're covered in blood. Like you're like it's brutal. They also brought back the the healing animations, which they kind of went away with in five. Like you re-break fingers, wrists, you you rip bullets out of your arm with a with pliers. You pull a piece of metal out of your hand. You duct tape your arm because it used to just be bandage your arm, bandage your arm in five. Like, I felt like they were like, oh, we're too gory, but uh, this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. Uh, let me let me get this super from Jedi Knight Peter. Thank you so much for the Australian. $10. He says, do you think the holiday sales 
are as important as they once were. Battlefield will release this year to not miss that holiday window even if it's broken. Gamers will buy great games whenever they are out. Um, uh, I think the holiday season is extremely important. You can just tell by the release dates. I mean, this month alone, tonight in two and a half hours, Back for Blood comes out. Game Pass, by the way. Uh, yeah. There's uh, Rift Breaker, which I, I know a lot of people don't know that game, but it's coming on Game Pass, and I'm so excited for that game. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, COD, uh, Age of Empires. If you look at all the sales and all the games releasing, holiday season is still packed. Um, mm-hmm. It is. It, it's extremely important for the big. The, the biggest games are coming out end of the year, and now it's starting to change with you know Sony releasing their games in spring. A lot of games have been delayed into spring. Some big games have sold very well in spring, but I still think that Call of Duty, the the, the most sold game bar none makes the most money out of everybody still releases in November or October and makes a, sh- makes a crap ton of money. <laughs> like it does. It does. Uh, yep. 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 It does. And I almost cussed, but I didn't. I, I know. I think it's so great. You're such a respectable guy, man. I really I appreciate that. That's no. funny. Um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard for us as fans to say how important the holiday season is. Um, but you know, uh, do you remember the days, Zocker, when you were hoping that your parents would buy you a couple of the games you wanted in the holiday season for Christmas? So I think that's important, but uh, a, a lot of us who are diehard, like we buy them whenever we can. That's why I've always said like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a really, uh, diehard gamer. Like I don't care about summer. I, I mean, I like summer, but I still want to buy and play games because even if I'm out doing my thing and, you know, getting sunburned or whatever, when I come home at night, I want a new game to play. So I think I've gone away from that, haven't they, Zocker, where they they left, they had the summer drought, they wouldn't release games because no one will buy and play in the summer. I think maybe the pandemic had something to do with that, but. Well, no, it started like, to me, it kind of started like in 2015 with Batman. Like Batman dropped in the summer and utterly obliterated sales charts, sold like crazy. PS4 had the exclusive deal. Their consoles sold out like crazy. And I'm like, man, like so summer is actually a time you can release a game at. And then again, then Sony kind of tested it with their games in in, in the spring. And now it's free fall. There's so many games coming out. Gaming is the biggest. I think it's their biggest growing market in all of like media right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm almost positive it is. And so now they're just like every single month, if you bring something out, people will come, people will play because there's more of us and they'll sell. They can hit more people and that's what they're going to do. And what was the the report? Was it like two years ago that Xbox wants to bring out four AAA games a year for Game oh my Pass? Gosh. Like technically, yeah. they were, they're bringing out more than that. Like, I mean, we have one this month with, with Age, uh, Age of Empire. We have another one with Forza next month and we have another one with Halo in, in um, December. And this is like the not flight even was in the summer. And Flight Sim um, and then Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Yeah, so like all these games coming out, it's like, oof. Next year, it's it's Stalker 2. It's Warhammer Darktide. Ooh, that's, oh. I don't know if that's AAA, but oh, man, that's going to be a great game. And then you have Starfield and Redfall. Can I and... say my girlfriend's bringing me like all this stuff to eat? Look at this. Right now? <laughs> yeah, she's just bringing it over, handing it over to me because she knows, like, I just finished work and then jumped on here. And so she told me, she's like, you're an idiot. You don't have food, do you? I was like, I was like, you oh, my alone. gosh. What, like, what is that? Um, it's like this pita meat thing that Armenians make. It's really oh, good. It's so man. good. 
Um, That's lock, awesome. Lock I got to tell I got to tell a story. Um, when I first started appearing on camera for podcasts, I was on Gaz and Ace's Game On Daily Go Live show. And I think it was like the second time I'd been on camera. And I was on the show and uh, my wife brought Quiznos, like, you know, oh like a my huge, God. huge sandwich and slid it, <laughs> over, slid it over here. I don't know where the camera uh, can see, but like slid it in front of my mic. And I'm like, and I was dying. I was on the show. It was like one or two in the afternoon. I'm starving. And I'm like, uh, and I clicked over and I shut off my camera and I unwrapped the thing and I'm standing over like this, staying away. And I'm in my like shorts and the t-shirt. Right. And I'm standing and I start digging into this sandwich. Like, like I just gotten out of like POW camp. I'm like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and Gaz and Asa start laughing on the stream. And I had my mic mute. I'm like, Oh no, I didn't mute my mic. And I looked over what happened was when I muted my mic, it flipped Darge and I, and it said Dars was Cold Eastwood, and that's what they were laughing out. But oh. I was white as a ghost, and I still had like meat hanging out of my mouth. Like, oh my gosh, they're watching me eat. <laughs> so, I, I, I want Quiznos so bad. By the way, did you have a, did you have a Mountain Dew with it? Please tell uh, me. Yes, did. of course that, I did. Yes, of course is, I did. That is his like addiction. I'm like sitting there, and I hear I hear like a little. <laughs> I'm like, Colt, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, nothing. And, oh, and with that with with that story. Um, well, I'd like to embarrass myself, but shout out to the 675 people. I got a couple super chats here. We got King Ram. He's a longtime friend, too. I created his logo back in 2017. He's still got it. It's looking sweet. He said, make sure to support great content creators like Zocker87 and yeah. Cole Eastwood. Yeah, he's awesome. You know, King Ram. We see him in RDX all the time. Mm-hmm. And Lady Foxfire. She Yay. says, another awesome episode, Colt. And she's got the little fox emoji and thumbs up. Um, she says, Zocker, you've come a long way with the great content since I saw you on Scumcast and your first RDX appearance. Keep it up. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Lady awesome. Foxfire. And shout out to Luca. That's Scumcast. And then shout out to PTK Blam. That's where I really started podcasting a lot. But keep going. Yes. There's that's awesome. Be more and, chats. I saw a bunch come in. I, I, there's a couple comments here. Um, we're so lucky, Zocker, that we, we do a show where we talk about Xbox and Xbox is making its way around the world. This comment from Quada Global says, Hey, Cole, avid follower from Nigeria. And he put up in the Nigerian flag. He said, let's go. Halo Infinite multiplayer is going to be ahead come launch. I think it's so cool that I have to readjust my chair because I got up to kind of act like I was eating Quiznos. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's so awesome, Zocker. Like, you've talked to people from all over the world because... The internet like con- like connects us with podcasts and stuff. I think it's so awesome. I mean, so shout yeah. out to Nigeria. Uh, shout out to Australia. The Australian people are always here because during the show, Zocker, for them, it's around 9 or 11 o'clock, depending on what part of Australia they're in. So like they're just getting up and kind of starting their day and, and uh, back for bloods on Game Pass for them. Just throw it out there and back for blood. Like those yeah. guys get stuff early, you know. I was talking to Ashtray Gaming, who's who's uh, been chatting in here and – and he's always like getting everything. He's like, I'm in the future. So <laughs> risk it for the biscuit. Thanks for the Australian $8. He said, I was, wasn't going to play. I think he's talking about Far Cry 6, Zocker. But after hearing you guys, I'm in. Great chat, by the way. All the guys here rock. Hit the like button. I haven't asked you yet. I don't like to beg for likes. But if you're enjoying the show, if you like seeing Zocker's beautiful face and you're having a good time, uh, move the chat out of the way. Hit the like button. Come on back and join the rest of your friends uh, eating uh, Subway sandwiches and Quiznos sandwiches, but uh, let's I don't see. Got Quiznos, you suck. <laughs> I, I know I'm Quiznos starving. Years, 
There, it's 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 a it's a rule not to eat on the podcast. And one of our good friends, Kid Smooth, gets called out all the time because they'll ask him a question. He's like, huh? Huh? They're like, are you eating on the podcast? I've been snacking so over funny. here. I'm sorry, man. I've been snacking. He's so funny. Uh, Don Dotaku, thank you for the five. He says, I love Ubisoft games mostly. I've never had a problem with their formula, but I stopped buying their games at launch because they go on sale way too fast. Ubisoft uh, I was telling... Yeah. I yeah. was telling Zocker that Ubisoft has like this recipe book of everything that gamers love, and they try and throw most of the ingredients in the bowl. And I think what you get is a great game almost every time. But do you get like a game-changing... like? put it in the library of congress not very often but i love ubisoft and so do you right zucker no i i I think ubisoft's one of my favorite publishers around they're awesome i love siege i love you know riders republic i haven't played it but i heard that game is surprisingly fun so i'm looking forward to that i'm subscribed to them on ubisoft plus because i i play so many other games i'm like why am i spending 120 to 100 dollars on one game with the expansions when i can get everything i know and their expansions with a subscription, kind of like Game Pass. So that's just me. I, I got it. So I'm playing Far Cry, and then I'm going to play Rise of Republic, and then I'm going to play that new um, Infiltrate or whatever it's called. They do like Tom Clancy one with the aliens. That looks so good. I don't care. What? Okay, I got to check that out. Yeah. I check that. Yeah, I'm with you, Zocker. I'm a Ubisoft fan. I, I have my criticisms. Like, I didn't like Breakpoint. There's there's some games I just don't love, but eh, we don't even get, to get, get into it. Because like, their, their games are great. Like, yeah. great is the best word for them because they have awesome, great games. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. And if uh, they do a little, they do enough uh, evolving of the formula sometimes, I'm not worried about it. I, I know what to buy and what not to buy. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Dr. Mittens, Joseph Campbell. I think it must have changed that name because he's always been Joseph Campbell before. But thank you for the five pounds, Super Chat. He says, great show. Nice to see you both. Have a nice night. Peace. And then he... <laughs> And he peeled out. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, Joseph Campbell's awesome. Uh, Hargit Johnny, thank you for the five dollar. He says, "I think the holiday season sales are based on Western world holidays." That is something I never really think about. He says, "With growing Eastern economies, pubs should focus on publishers should focus on holidays in other regions." I'm sure uh, they. I'm sure they have certain things for other regions. I mean, the the, the like the Xbox Jap Tokyo game show like they focused a lot on like japanese developers um sarah bond talked Mm -hmm. about them they talked about games coming that are japanese centric uh jrpgs um yeah obviously we don't see it often because we're western we're you know in the united states so they they don't throw that stuff at us a lot it's not catered to us um but i think they i think both companies do it like a lot of things like um they'll switch up like advertisements They'll switch up like yeah. sales uh, depending on the region you're in. This is why VPNs exist, right? People sometimes get other content that other regions don't. So that's just me. I think there's just one holiday that we're that you know that we're talking about here. Like Hargit knows that that they conglomerate a lot of games into what would be the Western part it. of the world. Yeah, Christmas yeah. holiday. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Um, but it is a big boom for sales in the. I, I'm sure it's a big boom in the world. Like if you're going to look, that's a hot spot for sales during that like one or two month period. So the world just kind of goes, Hey, we can't ignore that. Uh, thank you so much. Hey, Blinken's got a big super chat. This is uh, in hot pink, a $50 super chat. Thank you so much. He said, glad you finally got Zocker on love his gaming analysis. 
Now, you guys already know who Zocker is, but he is like, uh, I call him the post office of YouTube, rain or shine. He's got a video on a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Friday, and Zocker's always got his ear to the ground for the latest gaming news or anything that needs to be covered so he can have content reliably on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now, you kind of uh, moved a little bit. Uh, when you release those videos, it was noon for a long time. You sometimes you put one out at ten o'clock. What what's the story behind kind of like keeping that kind of fluid work? I had to change it. That it like you know, I was pretty much like like people. I a real know, job? Yeah, I have a real job. I have a forty hour work week. Like you know, I, I you know, I, I I've talked about it before. I have a I'm a computer science engineer, and so I mm-hmm. have a job that I have to you know requires a lot of brain power for me to work like i get tired so when 12 o'clock hits it's like kind of like lunchtime, or sometimes i'm working a little extra um because mm-hmm. some things come up right i'm crunching i'm joking uh but like i i you know during lunch i have to like i just need to disconnect crunching. like during like crunching during lunch i just need to like completely disconnect and so that's why i kind of changed the time but yeah i like bringing out like about three videos a week that's when i started taking it more serious and really enjoying the process i i know some people like think like oh, i'll just make videos but no i i really like doing them i like i write mine out i script them i or not script them i kind of put like bullet points i like reading the news and i like making videos mm-hmm. i enjoy that process it's kind of almost like a de-stressor like i'm talking about something i love and doing something that i love which is talking gaming making videos about it and interacting with people that love the same thing i do yeah, and there's um for for a while when I first started doing this, it was a way for me to share the games that I'd recorded and like kind of share uh, the games I like and and plus give the news and stuff like that. But it's been incredible to be able to reach people and kind of shoehorn your opinion or your take on oh, yeah. things with the big news. So we absolutely love that. Um, one one last question uh, before we get in the last big topic is. Uh, a lot of people want to know which one is going to be bigger and better and king of the first-person shooters in Holiday. Is it even a fair question, Zocker? Halo Infinite versus Battlefield 2042. I, I've i said this. I had a video out today, actually. Look at that. Post Office Strikes Again. Um, <laughs> I, 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 talk, I talk about basically the Halo reactions that have been going around. And to me, I think that Halo has a unique opportunity to stand out completely because of its campaign. And, you know, Battlefield doesn't have one. Call of Duty people aren't. I feel like the hype for Call of Duty Vanguard is just not there. So I think Halo easily has a chance to completely dominate. Now, there's some things that I think that Halo can do better at, right? Like, I think their advertisement, mm-hmm. like, they need to bring that thing out there. Like, oh, lot. yeah, they need to completely like Halo's everything. I know they're they're, they're going to want to push it for Game Pass for sale, everything. Um, so that and I think that it's going to be judged wholeheartedly by not the multiplayer. I think it's going to be judged by the campaign. And I know that sucks yes. to hear for a lot of people, but Halo 5 people are like the, the multiplayer is great. It's great. But then that's all I say. Five seconds. Multiplayer is great. Moving on. But the campaign like oh, I just want to you know slap lock out of the way like like they get really irritated with it and <laughs> yep. i'm sitting there going like man but the multiplayer is great right like all this is great and halo is one of the biggest if not the biggest franchise in gaming it's a multi-billion dollar franchise and i mean multi-billion dollar like they're making a show they have comic books books the game is amazing like when halo comes out it's a freaking event like like look yes. at it like it was streamed a lot and some people talked about it they said hey i think I think it was Dr. Disrespect. 
he said that Halo needs a BR if it really wants to have stain power. I think I think I think that BRs are just a genre now. I think that it's going to be here forever. And do I think Halo needs one? I don't know. We'll see if they can do it right. I don't want a BR where it's just like, here's Halo. Here's a BR. No, they need to think of something completely different if they're going to do that. Um, Other than that, I think I don't think they're in that. I don't think they're in that mode. Are they Zocker? They're not going to maybe that's what the whole the service based thing like. Maybe that's something that they can come up with, but you know, in three years, is anybody going to care about Battle Royale with Master Chief in it? I don't know. I don't think it's the Master Chief. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you need to have it like where it's the Master Chief. I think it's a Battle Royale. That's why you have to make it a good Battle Royale. You have to make it a good game first, a good mode. That's what you need to do first. Is like make it, a good it mode. needs to do, it needs to fall like the Apex Legend model where <clears throat> where you pick a character that is class-based from the franchise. Like you have an Elite, you have an Abrute, you have a ODST, you have a... Um, you have a Spartan, like it has maybe, to... maybe, but I think it's more like like Warzone, right? Like Warzone, you're just playing COD and you build what guns you want, stuff like that. That's what I think that it it, it could do good. But you need to have a good map. You need to have a big map. You need to make it yeah. at least 150 people fighting in there. Um, but like I I think that it's I mean, Call, dominate Call of Duty Warzone doesn't rewrite the formula. They just kind of put the Call of Duty spin that they have the brig, which is very cool. Um, yeah, and, that and, other, and it's free. Yeah. Right, that's the difference. Call of Duty seventy dollars, or no, it's not anymore. Mm. Is it? Isn't it sixty? Didn't they get rid of the seventy? Well, that one thing? is sixty, but yeah, I think Vanguard's yeah. seventy. Yeah. But Call of Duty's or Halo is free. Um, so Battlefield is seventy, Call of Duty sixty, or whatever. So these cost money to play them. All Halo's multiplayer is completely free. So that that mm, that's a little. It's a it's a hard thing to say because Battlefield's going to be everywhere and it's a massive franchise. But I think Halo. Halo's going to compete with them. Like, I think people f- kind of forget. Like, it's been six years. I think people forget how, just how massive that franchise is. And I think it's going to surprise a lot of people of how dominant it's going to be this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you, I, and you're right. It does really come down to that, that campaign. That is where it's going to be reviewed mostly. I, I just, yeah, I mean, that's really what, what they want people to knows if that campaign is going to be amazing. I have good I I have a good feeling about the campaign at this point. I think they've learned some harsh lessons from 5 and uh yeah, I don't know. But I, I Brisket, you said Warzone is free too. I I, I know, but that's a BR. I'm talking about Call yeah. of Duty Vanguard. I'm talking about 2042. Like to play the new Call of Duty, to play the new Battlefield, you need to buy it. To play Halo's multiplayer, you don't need to buy it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and um, the only thing that Halo has going against it is it's not on a PlayStation console, so it's going to lose a certain amount of uh, accessibility. But uh, then again, it is accessible uh, but, for free, making it way more accessible. But, and and the character, right? Like, Battlefield doesn't have oh, a character. Yeah. Call of Duty doesn't yeah. have a character. Master Chief is Master one of the Chief most recognizable. Master Chief is an IP, a franchise. A franchise and, an, and a recognizable one at that. Yep. Shout out to Danny Passion Official with the $2 Super Chat. Thanks, Danny. He says, Ubisoft delay any game due to COVID-19. He said, my Super Chat got lost. If uh, I went and looked, I didn't see it uh, while Zarker and I are talking, but you can just uh, write it back in the chat again. I'll keep an eye out for it. One last thing, Zarker, is Jess Corden from Windows Central. Very famous uh, person in the community, right? Mayonnaise man. Uh, he shout out to him for, for st- stepping in and saying hi. That's really cool of him. He was talking about one third of games 
which way does this go, Zark? Do you remember what his quote was? He said one third of games uh, from from Xbox's like deals and studios have not been shown yet. Yeah, he said one third of the games have been shown. So have been shown. Have been shown. That's what I thought he said. I know that was on the podcast, uh, the Xbox Two podcast. I think. Yeah, who's in yeah. that? Who's on that with him? I can't. I can never remember who's on that podcast on the Xbox Two with Jeff. He's very but anyway. For, he's very forgettable. You know, <laughs> if he's just like you know. I kind of like. Eh, you know, we we make the joke because uh, I talk to Rand so often, and and Jez will say something really intriguing on the podcast, and all these sites write about it and say Jez Corden of Windows Central. Spoke on Xbox Two podcast regarding the blah blah blah, and they never mention on Rand's channel, on Rand's show, sitting next to Rand like that. So we, sitting we, next we, to we... Rand, they're sitting there like all locked in together. Like, yeah, hey, like buddy. the camera zooms in, it just crops him out. Like the production assistant comes over, and just pushes Rand off camera. <laughs> Rand, can you move a little to your left? Today? Yeah, he's just like like eh. when they're taking a picture, just a little bit, and <laughs> off a cliff. Yeah. The man with the million, but uh, yeah, uh, one third have been shown. Oh my goodness, I I I would love to do that math because they've shown like twenty some games. Was so there what like the heck? wasn't there like a, a thing that said twenty three studios, but like thirty five or like thirty six projects within those studios? Like that's that's I, that's, what, that's right. what the, the number was and. I believe it because one, that's just 23 first party studios and and 35 teams within the first party. Doesn't include third party, doesn't include second like party deals, right? Like the Ascent, all those other games that are exclusive to Xbox console. Mm-hmm. So I I I, mm, I think it's I think he might be right. I think that there's a lot more stuff that we don't know about. And I think Jez knows a lot more, but I also think that Jez is thinking in his head, kind of like doing the math. Like if I know about these, what are the ones I don't know about? Like this, much I, I've stuff already that I done the, I've already done the research. So Zucker, I've already, I've already projected out what we know is in the works and there's only so many studios left. So they must be striking deals with other teams saying, Hey, we need you to make a game for us. There must yeah. be a lot more than like the three or four we've heard about. Well, not just not just those. It, I'm thinking new. Do you think Do you think he's including Project Dragon? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, what's the other one? Project Dragon. I can't even think. All of a sudden, um, there's like three that they talked about. Oh, the IO. Contra- well, not not the IO. The, the contraband from Avalanche, uh, which we already know about. IO Interactive Project Dragon is an unknown, and there was one more. Crystal Dynamics. Uh, maybe. Are you Maybe. talking about the, the, the ox, the like four times that by oxide like, or oxide or something like that? No. Well, that's what, is that the uh, builder? Uh, I don't know. We could like ramble on and on, but you and I made videos a couple months ago about these three games from IO, Avalanche. And what was the other one? Oh, eh, maybe it was uh, a possible thing with, with Crytek, but I can't remember now. Oh but, yeah, uh, dude. I totally yeah. forgot about that one. There's. Anyway, the point is, nah, Zucker, yeah. like we, we we can't figure it out, but there's so many things in the works. Uh, Xbox is totally killing it. So, how many games do you suppose this is that they are like striking deals that he's heard of that we haven't? I like would five say more multiple, games, eight more no, games? No, I think uh, maybe more, man. Like because because the, the way I look at it, I think he's even including things like uh, um, Warhammer. Thank you, Donataku. Like, yeah, 
Well, we've like, seen that. Like Warhammer Don Taku says, Project Indus and Project Cobalt. There you go. There's yeah. a couple. Well, well, do you remember the Nvidia leaks like a month ago? Yes, like yes, you did a video was, on that. It, yeah, I did a video on that, and they had like, like, <laughs> like it was insane. Like, because you got to think about the studios, like Compulsion Games. You got to think about the studios like ID. You got to think about all these studios that are kind of just there, and nobody's talking about them yet. Like you know, they haven't talked about any of the, the, the what the coalition is making, and apparently mm-hmm. they're working on a gears and a new IP. Um, the Minecraft games, oh, right? Minecraft's apparently working on two new games within that universe, so to speak. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we just don't know about, and studios that they're they're just kind of chilling, man. So I, I believe him. I think that one third has been. Has been talked about, but I, I think that there's a lot more coming because there's there's been rumors about like man, this is like like right now we're talking about how many games are coming to Xbox Game Pass and Xbox in general till the end of this year, and we're like, wow, that's a pretty decent lineup. And people are like, they haven't even started, man. Like <laughs> they haven't even gone on. Right. What? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we do wonder about like what are they going to what are they going to show at E3 2022? It's like uh, I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of stuff that they haven't shown gameplay of, but I don't know. That Xbox has no games thing is dead. Yeah, it's done. Gone. So move done. on. Move on. Move on. Um, they have way more games than any other publisher out there. Move on. <laughs> Deal with it, baby. Deal yeah. with it. Uh, Danny Passion Official, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. He said, I had like three glitches in, but nothing crazy uh, in Battlefield 2042. I can't. W- I agree. I Same. Like, I just kind of was talking about the stuff I did see. But I, I'm with you. And I'm with you, Zocker. He said, I can't wait to play the full game. I've seen biggest glitches on completed games like Call of Duty, Cold War, etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Booby G, which is an awesome name, gives a $2 super chat. says, subscribe to y'all or dope. So, Zocker, what are you at right now? You're at 40. Give us the number. Subscribers. Uh, I don't look. Who counts? I'm looking now. You got me all 41. <laughs> 41.8. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. I just looked at YouTube. They told me 41.8, and then I'm very grateful for every single one. Yes, Where are you I at, am too. Cultist, Mr. I'm looking at your stuff right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm. It's good. It's really good. I'm really happy. Um, I remember the days when I had 138 subscribers, and I just wanted people to watch and enjoy watching the videos. So it, it is so great. It's so, it's so cool. Like right now, you know, to have, you know, 600, 700 people, you know, listening in. And the, the good thing about these shows, Zocker, like you've done this for a long time is like, we have this conversation and the, the chat is having the conversation back. They're talking amongst themselves. And by the time they get done with a, with a long show, they've learned a bunch of things, but well, yeah, we got, and then they got to know us a little bit better too. That's a big thing. And we yeah, got to know them a little see bit Zocker's face. And they can, can see, see my, face. they can see my ugly mug and they're like, Ooh. <laughs> I thought he was ugly, and I was right. <laughs> Why don't you stay off camera a little bit, man? Why don't yeah, you stay, stay off no. camera? I lost 18 subs just being on here. Oh, oh my I- gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, being on camera was pretty cool um, when I started doing on videos. People were really, really nice, and some people were like, I can't ugly. But, yeah, we, shout out to ZGL7 with a $5 super chat. He says, you guys rock. Keep up the good work. Thanks for the great content. Uh, it's Monday. So Zocker had a video today. Go check it out. 
And uh, if you get Good. bored and want to see like what I think is the highest quality footage of Forza Horizon 5 next to dealers, since we both use the best equipment that, uh, that a few dollars can buy, check out our Forza Horizon 5 stuff today. Uh, Don Otaku with the $5 Super Chat says, I feel like Halo Infinite's campaign will definitely be the most fun Halo gameplay-wise. Oh, Zocker, you know what I was saying before we were playing this most recent game? As I was saying, when they have these outposts, it could feel like Far Cry. We're having fun in Far Cry. What if we get a little bit of Far Cry action, a little Far Cry feel in the Halo Infinite campaign? Are you good with that? I'm down. Uh, like once I'm they, down. once I, like when they uh, showed uh, the, the, like the, the map last year, all those little points that you can do, it was very uh-huh. Far Cry-esque. But yep. again, Far Cry's embedded in, you know, ki- kind of like reality, right? But, like, can you imagine going to, like, different places, kind of like Gears, right? Gears 5, you were going and exploring all these little side things. I did everything in Gears 5. Yeah, it was very limited compared to what I think we'll get in Halo, but... uh, Yeah, 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 because Halo's world looks way more fleshed out. And then when they did this year, they panned over the entire world for, like, that 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 15-second shot. God, that was so good. I, I, and you saw like little things, little stuff everywhere, little beams, right? You saw a couple things and you're like, oh, these are like, I hope these are like awesome little side things I can do. Ah, I, I, yeah, they must be like a, an, an outpost or something that you can go in. You have to take out the enemies and maybe bash a power core and take that over. And, um, Donataku finishes up and says the story is still up in the air. And yeah, we don't know. Like that little cinematic you saw after we saw that pan over the world and then Master Chief's in that zero gravity. Like, I was digging that, Zocker. Like, I'm like, there's going to be some feel here that people forget about because they, they see Halo as teabag, teabag, teabag. And then uh, the stories are always really pretty good. Uh, did you see? Sorry. Did you see the. <laughs> Take a bite. The, sorry. Did you see the, the bots? Like, people were like the video of people fighting the bots during the flighting, the first one where it was just you don't go against people. And then right. one of the bots is like teabagging a dead body. And he's like, wait, what? And like, you see it zoom in, like he's in there and it's teabagging. They're like, what kind <laughs> like of AI? Like looking from the bushes. Yeah. They're like, what kind of AI is doing that? It's like, I, I get it. But honestly, for me, Halo is always about co-op and, and the campaign, like Master Chief. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the story. I think it's going to do really well. I think that the, the biggest problem, I'm not really worried about the story. I'm worried about if that those servers get just absolutely annihilated by like two or three million people in the first you know, segment to. of the game. So don't even huh? stress people. The servers are going to crash opening day. That's yes. Gonna yes. It's free to play yeah. completely new. They're doing different stuff. As for the story, I am worried because I know it's going to be judged solely on the story and I want the story to be kick-ass. Yeah. I would really, really well. recommend, um, when the game comes out, get into the campaign, spend a couple weeks with the campaign, just, you know, do the whole thing and then say, you know, give them a couple weeks for all those people to crash headfirst into the servers and then maybe they'll have it re- ready. But Zocker's right. It will have problems. Right. Uh, I don't, I hope I didn't miss uh, some super chats, but I might have. But thank you so much to all of you who have been here there's a you know we had well over six or seven hundred people watching zucker and i are, are just finishing up here i've got a couple more supers but we got um louis bill with the five dollars says what's the likelihood of an already acquired studio working on games and those studio acquisitions haven't been announced yet we kind of talked about that earlier in the show yeah zucker like if there's these games that jez is alluding to that he's figured out or he's hearing whispers like Louis Bill is asking, what are the chances that 
that game that they're working on that Xbox already wants to buy them. We kind of covered that. Yeah, yeah, we covered that with Crystal Dynamics, covered that with IO, a bunch of other studios. I mean, right now, I think even Jeff Grubb said that, that the Mm -hmm. uh, Xbox is pretty happy with where their first party is standing. Um, Obviously, there's other stuffs in the work that they might be buying soon. Maybe that's another thing that they're happy with. But it's also they want people to start joining that they can trust and mesh as well with the rest of, you know, Bethesda, Xbox and everybody, because that's what the whole thing is. This is relationships and collaborating together. And that's what they're going to be looking for. Organic. And, you know, it it does kind of go with that, Zocker. Like if like Louis Bill was kind of saying, what if they're going to what if they already want to buy these studios and they're going to wait till their game comes out and just release it? Right. Like. People don't like that. Like the PlayStation fans hate the Xbox to just buy something. But if Xbox's plan, like Jeff and Jez and Zocker and I have said, if their plan is like, let's work with them, let's work with them on a three to five development cycle, which is mm-hmm. you really get to know a team. And if they work well with us and we feel like we can work together, we're, we have money. Satya's got money ready to spend. So I think that's. I guarantee it's more they're putting it in the creator's hands. Don't get me wrong, Xbox is not out there being you know, just throwing money at people. They don't, the, the, the yep. big companies that are trillion dollar companies don't become trillion dollar companies by doing stupid things. I think that they're going to be working with people. I think that they're going to invest in them and say, Hey, this is an opportunity. And I think they make it very plainly upfront that you can be part of the team after. And I think they're yeah. like, we'll invest in you. And if you do well, obviously there's going to be more relationships down the line and then be acquired, maybe stuff like that. Are you open to that? I think that that's what I think the biggest thing that that Xbox is doing right now is actually communicating what they want with developers, what they expect from them. And it's a very professional, but also very welcoming. And so yeah. I, I think that that's something that they didn't do for a long time. And we're living in the best day and age to be an Xbox gamer, like legitimately the best by far. It's not even close. 360 is nothing compared to what we're living right now. Sorry to say it. People are going to be like, ah, and they're going to start yelling at me, but that's what I think. It's been good for us for you know, a while before all this oh, yeah. started kicking up. Like I've been having a really good time on the platform for a couple of years, 2017 and into 2018. I was, I was really worried and I gave oh, my concerns. Was. The difference is, is you don't harp on it with 70 million tweets per day. I have a lot of tweets, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Grow up and move on, right? Uh, 108 Dragon, thank you for the $2 super chat. It says, Colt, you deserve every bit of your subs. 108, I was trying to figure out if if they're going to have a traditional E3 this June of 2022. If they are, and I really hope that North America gets their stuff in order and everybody's ready to kind of try and go back to normal. Because if they are, we're going to hang out. We're going to go get Korean barbecue in L.A., we're all going to hang out for E3. I'm, I'm dragging Zocker in uh, and down to LA, and we're all going to hang out. So I hope oh, that yeah. happens. One more from uh, Sour Blow Gaming says, <laughs> thanks for the $2 Super Jesus. Why did Dealer get special treatment? Show us his face. Uh, I have a picture of his face on my phone, and no, you can't see them. No, we've known Dealer for a long time, and I, I, you know I gave him some lectures on the phone. I'm like, hey, uh, bro. Come on, get on camera. People love it. And he's like, no. I go, dealer, come on. Dealer. He's dealer. Like, no. <laughs> no, I don't want. No, he's, he's so funny. He's like, why? Why should I? I don't have to. You know, it's so, uh, yeah, he's, he's funny. But he's doing his thing. And he's so powerful behind the mic. If we had to see his face at the same time, wouldn't some heads explode, Zocker? I feel like the magic would be ruined. Like, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, just he's, a just, skull. he's just a skull with a voice. 
Like he's a scare or a scarecrow. He's a grim reaper with a voice. And I think it once, if you know, somebody sees his face, when we see his face, you're just kind of like, no. Is there any magic gone from chat from seeing Zocker on here today? I think, I think we, we went out a couple numbers on the the magic magic. card. There was no magic anyways. It's okay. People. Okay. Now (laughs) Zocker, uh, what have you been playing? We kind of talked about it today, but yeah, uh, just tell us like the, the past three games that are kind of uh, taking you over past week or so. Um, funny, funny enough, the one was uh, that um, that goose game. Oh yes, the little like th- that game is so Metal stupid. Slug-like thing. That thing is so stupid, but it's so fun. Um, it's on Game Pass. I was playing it. I was playing it on my three sixty. I was playing it on on cloud, and it's just a small. It's a small game, but it has really good mechanics gameplay wise. So I'm really really enjoying that game. I be- I beat it. I'm on New Game Plus because that's how fun it is. Um, and then I've been playing a lot of Far Cry, obviously Far Cry Six. I've been jumping into that like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been playing uh, some Warzone, obviously, uh, you know, Rocket League, all those. But I'm really waiting for Back for Blood. I can't wait to play that tonight. I'm gonna be playing it all weekend with friends. Um, and then Rift Breaker right after that is, I think it comes out. Rift Breaker comes out like two days after, and again on Game Pass. Um, and Rift Breaker, if you guys don't know, I'm gonna plug this game as much as i can because the developers are great they're the ones that made zombie driver which was okay it's a cool game but then they made a game called Ex-Morph. but you played a bunch of it yeah i played a bunch of, i loved it but then they played um a game called Xmorph defense which i thought yep. was technically impressive amazing and i played i don't know how many hours of that i love it um but yeah they're making their new game called rift breaker i think they've progressed as a studio considerably and I'm really looking forward to that game. And I can't believe it's on Game Pass. I literally was like, oh, I'm going to buy this. And it was like, Game Pass, day one on PC and Xbox. I was like, I was like, you son of a gun, Microsoft. Thank you. <laughs> so It's so that. good. Yeah. How about, how about you, buddy? You've been playing. Um, let, me, let me say first, I got to give a big shout out to Lethal Papa and Happy Bomb for modding the chat and keeping the things homeboy. clean and clear. Like, they're amazing. Uh, Lethal's, Lethal's great. I sent him a... Uh, I can't remember which one. I sent him an XNC shirt, I think it was, because he's been busting his butt, like cracking heads and uh, talking to the chat. And then Happy Bomb, of course, has been doing an, an excellent job of helping produce the show and and uh, and do the moderation, which could be tough sometimes, because you know when we bring up some of these discussions, like delay Halo, <laughs> people can get crazy. But you guys are really good sports. I've been playing. Um, let's see, I've been playing Far Cry Six like crazy. I got to. Spend the whole weekend playing Forza Horizon 5, which is great. And was there anything else like little I've been playing? I don't think so. Um, I Marvel? Yeah, I tried out I tried out the Goose game. I, I spent the whole last weekend playing Marvel Avengers. And I, I did the main stuff and and set it down. Oh. I'm so glad I played it. Battlefield. And, uh, and Battlefield. Yeah, I've been playing yeah. Battlefield. I played Battlefield all weekend, too. It's great. Yeah, it's I like... I loved it. I don't know, man. I, I'm now. starting to get into the mode where I'll just say, you know what? putting the controller down and I'm going to go to bed because tomorrow I'll have more energy to play and, and hang out with the, with the guys. So I never do that. Yeah. Zocker, um, they already know, but tell them where to find you and you know who you are, I guess uh, where to find you. Yeah. You guys can find me of course on YouTube, Zocker 87. I put out, you know, three videos a week, like Colt said, you know, like rain, rain shine or whatever. I think even like last year I had a, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I had like a surgery that like, I almost like, <laughs> died basically You're and notorious I still, man. and i still got a video out i'm just saying i was he was home. laying he's laying in a bed like oh, make a video 
the word the funny thing is is that so we're friends in real life dealer called me while i was in the hospital recovering and then we were talking he's like are you okay is everything good and you know because i just had like an emergency surgery and then dealer was like kind of quiet and he's all you're not getting the video out are you like as a joke and i literally told him i was like i was like it's already done and and i said some words to him and we literally i was in the hospital but in the room we literally laughed for like five minutes of how stupid we are and like the and you nurse popped came your in. stitches no. the nurse came in she's like are you okay i was like i was like i'm fine i'm just laughing with my dumb friend over here but yeah it's no, funny I, if you go back and listen to that video you can hear beep, beep. <laughs> no i'm just kidding you didn't make it to the hospital but yeah and i um, i remember uh on rdx you got your second covid shot and oh. you were starting to get into the window of oh man i'm getting the after effects and you were like Oh my gosh! I think you made it until like a half an hour until the shows. You were like, I gotta bank out of here. Yeah, I told, I, 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 I warned him. I was like, Hey, I'm getting the COVID shot. The second one, I might be a little. You're a trooper. Brother, but I think I told him, I was like, I think I'll be all right. And that's the only RDX I missed was that one because that day when I woke up, it felt like a Mack truck just ran over me, and I was just like, I told, I was like, Dealer man, I I can't make it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys can find me on RDX tomorrow and Tuesdays, and then you can find me. And party chats with Colt, talking crap with Gaz and everybody and Dealer, and mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter at Zalker87, where I don't post a lot, but when I do, it's terrible. So I'm <laughs> when glad you every- do, <laughs> sometimes it's messy, and thank goodness for that. Yeah, because every it's once a in a while, messy. every once in a while, people like it when we're messy. But you got to do it in moderation because people My. go crazy. Yeah. But shout out to the chat, you guys are amazing. Thanks so much for checking out the XNC podcast. We are. Uh, live on YouTube, about ready to close it down, but we'll be on demand on YouTube here. Um, you'll be able to check this out. And we'll also be on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts. I still don't know what that is. And Apple Podcasts. <laughs> but it's very cool. If you Google XNC Podcast, just if you just Google that, it will give you several ways to check out the show. If you, uh, you know, because not everybody can have it running on their phone while they're doing their thing. So if you have it plugged into your earbuds on podcasts, it's really nice. So I'm grateful I've been able to do that for you guys. You're amazing. We're going to take off. I've kept soccer for, oh my gosh, for over two hours. He's got to go have that delicious Greek food and enjoy the rest of his evening. And then I'll see him on Xbox. So you guys have a good night. We're out of here. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you. We're still live.